Welcome to the Who Asked Me podcast, a podcast about whatever I want it to be about. I'm your host, Zell, and every week I'll be talking to you about pop culture, reality TV, all the things in your life that made you happy, and some of them that even made you go, what? So sit back, relax, and have a laugh with me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Who Asked Me podcast where I am so very excited to be joined by my boo, Nouveau Richie. Hi y'all, what's good? It's been a little minute, but I'm happy to see you. Should, you guys should see how gorgeous Sal looks right now. Oh I mean, she's God. radiating. <laughs> she's giving um, skin, face, and adi, adi, adi. You look great, girl. Thank you. I'm trying out a couple new products. You know what I got is Ariana mm-hmm. Grande's concealer oh from one black woman to another yes okay because (laughs) i was on tiktok and this girl that i follow she was on a live she's a makeup artist she has some of her own products and somebody asked her like what's your favorite concealer and she was like listing them off and she was like actually rem beauty and i was like hold on I said, as in Ariana Grande's line, she was like, yeah, she has some good shit, surprisingly. And I had seen it before in Ulta Mm -hmm. and walked right past it. Now, me personally, I was like, that's a lot of products for Ariana Grande. Like, I never see anything about her makeup line anywhere, blah, blah, blah. Little did I know. Okay. Okay. And she was like, yeah, you can put it on under and wear it by itself, or you can put it on um, under full coverage concealer. I've been like trying it out all week. Excuse me. And I am obsessed. So you look at me. Is it liquid or is it up on a stick? It's in a pot. It's in a pot. Okay. Mm-hmm. You use a brush. Okay. Cute. Yep. It's in a pot. And I just put a little bit underneath. I said, oh, and the, now it has a, the shade range is a lot. They have a lot of undertones, which is good, but also, you know, finding your shade in that can be tricky with the undertones, mm-hmm. especially underneath the eyes. Right. And it's a little expensive. It's, I think it was that concealer is $24. But you get, you don't have to use that much either. So you're going to have it right. for a little bit. I heard the foundation is nice too, but I, I wasn't even getting into all that. Speaking of Ariana Grande, <laughs> listen, y'all know if you've listened to me here before, I think Ariana Grande may be my problematic fave. You're an Aaronator. Aaronator Hive, stand up. I love Are Ariana you down? Grande. What's up? Are you down? What's up? Miss, Are you down? Miss <laughs> Mama knows exactly what everybody is talking about her lately. Like, we want to know if you saw that lady's husband. Were you yes. inviting them out to eat and paying for it and then sleeping with her man, Ariana? But then she... <laughs> she's just so unserious. She gives us... First of all, she gives us a... I don't have any filler or Botox in my face anymore or something like that because I looked ridiculous. And then she's like, it's so disheartening that people are leaking my music. Girl! What? She's, in her, like, she's embracing her chaotic white woman era, which I love. I'm, I'm no. happy that she's transitioned from, you know, giving us very ex-Tina meets like, you know, who's the... Tori Kelly, you know, <laughs> not Tori Kelly. No, but for I, I, I'm real. I'm Joss Stone. You know, I love her. That she's. Like, I love Joss Stone. She's no filler. I'm at Wimbledon with the with this other woman's nigga. Yeah, like, oh my god, yeah. I can't believe you guys are stealing I my can't music. Music, and I'm like Ariana. What are you doing here, Ariana? You don't want to hear a funny story about because um like another goddess like Sal um your airy sister Mariah that's my like icon I'm wearing a little butterfly I noticed um, that's cute. and 
Successful, I think is the album that uh, Pharrell mostly produced. And I remember being like, I think successful as a lot of Pharrell. I think I think it is. And a Pharrell is a lot of um a couple songs at Emancipation, one of the most mm-hmm. iconic albums. And I was listening, I think I it was um I think it was successful, get well sued. And I said, Oh, Mimi put out some new music. What well, okay. <laughs> and then I was like, Oh, wait, 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 wait. That's Erica. Mm-hmm. And yes. I was like, I was so ever since. That's Mariah's daughter. No, but for Firstborn. for real. Firstborn. Listen to Get Well Soon, fan, uh, for those who are listening. The way it's, I, I'm terrible at music kind of terminology. It's the way the notes flutter, for mm-hmm. lack of a better word. Yeah. One like, thing you can hunt, the time it makes it take us. And one of those things you had enough, I'll be there. Okay, Mimi. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just love her. And like, Mama knows how to make a perfume too. Listen, mm-hmm. I <clears throat> am very picky about my, my scent. Mm-hmm. Ariana knows how to make a perfume. I recognize, and I've said this on here before, it's so hard for me as a person who dragged Rachel from Vanderpump Rules for sleeping <laughs> with somebody's man to now be an Ariana Grande fan. And she over here breaking up marriages. There's a difference between what Rachel from Friends did and what Ariana did because she slept down. At least Ariana uh, maintained the same bracket. Yes, Her and yeah. him could still dine at the Beverly Hills Hotel. They could still shop. You don't go to no cover band, porn stash. Like, you don't do that, darling. You get a lead singer, honey. You get you get a, a couple plaques. You get SpongeBob on Broadway. You Tom do something is the lead like that. singer of that band. And that's sad, because I had to find <laughs> that out from you. Isn't that sad? Because the other, the other niggas on a bill, on a little uh, playbill. <laughs> she went to spongebob it's just i'm just like ariana what are you doing here please please i have to support you in private right now babes like my god i give ariana a lot of props too this could be a, this this whole podcast becomes arianator hive um arianator hive jussel hive stand up mm. um i give her a lot of credit in her era because she has an old school diva trajectory no yeah. no gimmicks no stunts voice and that's gotten mm-hmm. to where she is all her other friends like to play in them wigs like to play in the kid, like to play in the little like caricatures. She said, "Let me get this mic, and it's on." Period. And the backing it, track, and the backing track is live too. Just in case you want to get get cute, that's just because of uh, legalities and you know right. the concert. Sony told me I have to do this, but that Period. track is live too. And then this track over it is, you it's, know, like it's, exactly. And th- that's my thing because like when it comes to like the gimmicks and the wigs, like even with her in that ponytail back in the day, I was like, "Girl, take that ponytail off. We don't need it." We don't need it. They, I think somebody tried to give it to her. It was like, you need to wear that ponytail because she has spoken like often about how damaged her hair was slash is because of yeah. the red from that show. I don't know. She was on Disney Channel after my time. I was too grown for that is when it, she was on there. Right, Victoria and then, I can't remember. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. But then uh, from that red, that constant red dye to that ponytail, yeah. she was like, my hair is really broken. And I was like, sis, I tried to tell you, like, you don't, you didn't need a ponytail, but whatever. We're past those days. Um, My favorite Ariana Grande is the hoodie and the boots. Okay. But I love I, her. I, I, I like the mod Ariana, the sort of like focus on me. I do with like the, like the high boots and the baby doll dresses. Mm-hmm. And when she started to doing the swoop bang, yeah, I think Thank You Next has a really cute um, like this. 
I try to do it in a wig, but here you can see. But uh, it's like a smooth <laughs> here and then a high, and then she curls it. Yep, like and it that. comes down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know what you're talking down. about. Yes. I mean, I what, what does AB say? My half up, half down. Give me Arianka. <laughs> my Arianka. But no, I, I love her. I just like, she is just my unserious queen. Like, remember when she licked that donut and then put it back? <laughs> I love how we preface. We're about to read it to these white bitches on Bravo, and then we preface with our love. We're universal here. We show no, love we when it counts. <laughs> No, we are universal, okay? Yes. Um, but moving on, the VMAs are this week, okay? Mm -hmm. We were kind of talking before we hit record. The VMAs are just not what they used to be, okay? Mm -hmm. Twitter is, you know, everyone's like, VMAs used to be on a Sunday and did. VMAs, MTV Movie Awards, all of that used to be on a Sunday, one. Two, used to be an event. People used to have parties, watch parties for the VMAs. I used to be like, I'm going to my friend's house to watch the VMAs, bringing some wine, bringing some like iconic moments. And you know what made me like really realize that the VMAs have fallen all the way mm -hmm. off is I looked at it and I said, Beyonce can't come up in here. No. Beyonce, Beyonce can't come up in here with y'all. Y'all, I don't mm -hmm. know what this is, but there was a point in time. Beyonce announced her pregnancy uh, with Blue Ivy at the VMAs. What has one of happened? my favorite, one of my favorite performances of the VMAs was when Beyonce was putting all of the tracks in her hair and wearing that. Remember that like glitter gold? It was given. It was very church. I know exactly like what blazer, you're talking about. Yeah, Curly the blazer, the shorts. Yep, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly. My, what you're my talking mama, about. Miss Miss just, uh, Beyonce just now knows to one wig here is a mm -hmm. track means it's just another wig on the back and yep. just put it over and teased and yep. her leave out, leave out. Her leave out is one of the most famous of all time. Iconic. That shit look iconic. And then that's when she did Crazy in Love. Mm-hmm. And um, she did she did Baby Boy into Crazy in Love. Yep. One of my favorite Beyonce performances. But yes, that it is- used to I, be a thing. Mm -hmm. I looked at it and I said, Beyonce cannot be up in here with y'all. I'm sorry. Like, absolutely What's the bodyguard not. name? Fuck. Julius is going to be working over time. He's going to be like- <laughs> Listen, I said, y'all- what the fuck is this? Okay, I know times are hard. I thought that award shows in general were not happening during the strike because even if they were music related, I thought that they couldn't happen because people writers still write award shows. Am I mm -hmm. wrong? Mm -hmm. Am I? Yeah, I'm, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. No, you're you're correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I was very confused about that in the first place, but then looking at the red carpet, listen, I'm gonna say this, and I might get some. Some people not liking it. Safe space. That Sukihana bending over on the carpet like that. See. And I hate respect. I do not like like respectability politics. I don't want to play that. It's just. No, because the VMAs was always the anti-political kind of like fodder of the Grammys and Oscars mm -hmm. and what that represented. That's why we loved it because it was so much fun. Oscars and everything. And even part of the Grammys was so stuffy and it was all mm -hmm. about like politics, like true politics. And, right. you know, it was just like VMAs felt like a fun after party. That's why I feel like the best performances we get of, of right. an artist's career is the VMAs and all that. And I think when COVID happened, mm -hmm. Or there's, I don't even blame on COVID. I, I hate people blaming COVID. I think they embrace that sort of secular, sort of like young, too heavy. And and then was embracing influencers too heavy. And now they're bringing all these type of people in. But it was like, okay, like that was cute then. But now we got like straight up like 200K follower people like 
headlining the med- red carpet, presenting awards. Like we've dropped the ball here. Like why? Why is like Coral from like a real world like introducing best artists? Like that's where we're at now. Who I love, no, but, no, like, you know but what for I mean? real, like, but for real, that's where we got. And it is, and it is they too influencer heavy. To, yeah, and mm-hmm. I say that as a content creator. Okay, I say that as a content creator whose goal is to work the red carpet on these events and interview, but, but content creator slash comedian, just so we're clear, (laughs) but no, but for real, like, I, I do think that it's very social media heavy and it is what we're moving into because, you know, we're finding artists and rappers and Mm -hmm. things like that on social media, on TikTok, which I think is great come to the award show that's fine all that bending over on in doggy style on the red carpet and I, it was in the photo like it wasn't actually on the red carpet it was like mm-hmm. in the photo um area where they take the photos like really and i saw she was like they know who i was when they invited me yes like yes Nicki minaj and cardi b got into a fight and at one point at the met gala and at one, one threw a shoe at the other they don't expect that every single time and that was also, they had the, the wherewithal to do that very much in the North Corridor next to the ancient Greek art. They weren't doing that on the red steps. There's a big difference. And, that, and the bitches with class You're know correct. Because I remember fight a bitch at the Metropolitan Museum of Art. It's going to be in fucking ancient Greek room. All that shit way in the back. We're not doing that in the main steps next to Van Gogh. Are you fucking crazy? And they had the wherewithal to know because Cardi was in um, Couture, uh, uh, Galliano, she ain't trying to fight now. Mm-hmm. Are you crazy? We're bringing that to the red carpet, Tiffany. And I thought you, which is one of the ones, you was one of the it girls at a moment, had the wherewithal to have a little couth, formally styled, styled by Luxury Law, Law Roach. I thought you would know that if you're going to be in a- Oh, you're talking about Tiffany Haddish. I was talking about Suki Hana. We can get into oh, Tiffany well, yeah, Haddish. That, Tiffany Haddish. Because <laughs> I don't even- I'm not even, I saw a tweet that was like, y'all want me to be uh, mad at Sukihana, but I'm actually really mad at Tiffany. Oh, I'm mad at Tiffany as well. Mm-hmm. It's time to wrap it up. I'm not, yeah, I'm, uh, look, I'm not mad. I'm more, if I have to, I'm not mad at Sukihana at yeah, all. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, now girl. That's where okay. we gotten, yeah. You know but what I mean? Also like, but I also feel like Sukihana's always sort of giving you a certain kind of brand. Let's she be is. real. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to be mad when Suki Suki's. Whereas Tiffany teeters because she sort of started a certain place and then sort of went to a certain place and then she kind of does this thing. And then now it's just kind of full on caricature that it just Mm -hmm. becomes kind of like, girl, So who's your audience? Let me say this as a black Mm -hmm. female comedian. Yes, and very good at it. I, thank you. Well, not mm-hmm. great because my stupid ass, I thought I had a show on Saturday and mm-hmm. I was like the, um, the host and the promoter sent me my bio and everything and my like stuff to post on social media. And I was like, the 15th, I said, I think today is the 14th. I said, Hey, I think you got the date wrong. She goes, no, it's tomorrow. The 15th. I said, Ooh. had to change my work schedule and everything. I was like, <laughs> so not great at it of course you know what i mean but when you're booked and there. busy like so that happens i'm a one woman show one woman show I'm a worldwide woman www like we we can get into it later because it's been a world yes. but anyways yeah. right as a as a black female comedian i will tell you this it seems like and me and one of my homegirls talk about this often in just our circle of comedy here in raleigh mm-hmm. 
they do want you, they as in the audience people, mm -hmm. it seems like they want you to stay in a caricature of yourself. Like I feel like black women, black comedians always do have to stay in a caricature. We have to, and that caricature is often along the same lines of a Tiffany Haddish. Now, Tiffany mm -hmm. has taken it to a level 20, but that I will say it feels like, feels like that is the lane they want us to be in all the time. A, like, not, I don't want to say a lot, a couple black comedians that I have worked with and seen, it's like, they have funny material mm -hmm. and you'll get, and I, we all do this. You get in front of a crowd, you may try something new and then you can already tell that the the crowd is may not be working with it. So then you fall back on, okay, well, I know this is going to work. And I know that, you know, being the loud, obnoxious black woman is going to get mm -hmm. laughs. And at the end of the day, that is what we want. We want to get laughs, right? We don't want And that's to not synonymous to say, you know, like, yeah. I feel like too, also, um, we love a loud, obnoxious black woman, but at the same time, black women have it a way different kind of... I think... It's... I think women in general in comedy have, we all have, no matter if they're white or black, mm -hmm. there are certain stereotypes that like the audience mm -hmm. wants to see us fall back see. on with mm -hmm. white women. I feel like it's a lot of sex talk, like a lot of sex mm -hmm. positive, like, oh, my tits. Oh, my God. Like, right. A lot of like secular, like, talk. I fucked this guy. Yeah. yeah mm -hmm. Like, oh, my God, I fucked this guy and like, da da da, mm -hmm. like vulgar things like that. That's what they, what gets them a lot of laughs. What, you know, it kind of seems like they fall back on. Um, and then for black women, like I said, it's a lot of like, oh, I'm gonna be the loud, obnoxious black girl, like, Tiffany Haddish has taken it to a different level. And it at this point now, we've lost the plot. Okay, we we've lost the plot completely. I feel like a lot of that has to do with her how she came up, like mm -hmm. wanting to get, you know. She, she had a, a tough upbringing. There's no denying that. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about is when it pertains to the VMAs, Tiffany followed Shakira around and photobombed her multiple times on the red carpet in the, in the award show, was screaming during her interview at one point. And it was, it was a lot. It, it was a lot. You know what I mean? And I just, it's, it's really bad secondhand embarrassment when I see it, honestly, truly. Well, you know, you this is when you take the front seat of this because you're the expertise in this, Sal. So this is this is this is Sal's court, but boom. <laughs> but I have a question for you, mm -hmm. the host. I almost feel like from an outsider looking in, when you say um the expectation of women and, and women comedians, and you know, I almost feel like black comedians. You know, everyone can step into a caricature, right? Mm -hmm. But and Amy Schumer can be dicks, 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 mm -hmm. blah, 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 and be on the cover of Vogue. And then right. it's to embody that, mm -hmm. you know, Annie Leibovitz graceful and a rough Loren, right? Mm -hmm. I don't feel like a Black woman can do that transition as mm -hmm. easily. No, you know? not at all. Not so at, sometimes. Not at all. I get exactly what you're saying sometimes with respectability. Because it's almost like, like for me, and again, please correct me if I'm wrong. I almost hate because it's like, you know, you be acting like this and you like Amy could do this. And then tomorrow she's booking Vanity Fair. No, for real. Yeah. And and, and, and a different role. And no one's going to hold the antics, mm -hmm. you know, and it's not going to carry over. But you know mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And here you are chasing this other woman, this other peer mm -hmm. for shits and giggles. 
and your main audience that you're doing that for is not us because we don't think that's funny right <laughs> like i don't want nobody chasing me like that you ain't like if a, a nigga chase another nigga we're not laughing we it, well yeah and somebody said on twitter like if somebody were chasing tiffany around like that she would be pissed she would be like pissed. this isn't funny like i'm trying to you know i'm mm-hmm. trying to work i'm trying to this i'm trying to that so that is the other aspect of it as well i i know she'd be pissed. i'm sure she would get online and be right you know, rounding the troops and i'm sure we would round okay Mm -hmm, at the mm -hmm. end of the day you know another thing i think of and what i almost think about when i was seeing all this is with with the whole aries spears controversy and all of that Mm -hmm. that went a lot went on what was that like a year ago now maybe a a little Mm -hmm. bit over that tiffany said something i found very interesting she was like my career is over i will never book another thing and i was like now tiffany Mm-hmm. If you had been at the beginning of your career, had not worked with Queen Latifah, Jada Pinkett mm-hmm. Smith, had not worked with what's that white lady that's always working with Seth Rogen, uh, the English accent, that lady, uh, um, had not worked with. I know what you're saying, yeah, yeah, the one with the dark hair. Um, mm-hmm. Had you not worked with those people, then I would be like, okay, or, or even at the beginning of her career, like, right. if that were to happen to me now. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I would probably be, I could see that being like a stamp. You were established already. Mm-hmm. You don't have the best reputation in the, you know, celebrity sphere. That's not mm-hmm. because of that Aerie Spears shit. No. That, that's not because of that, okay? No. That's because of other things. But when she was like, my career is over, like, da-da-da-da, I was like, no, it's not, Tiffany. I was no, like, I don't not. know why you're saying that. And then, but the thing that really scratched my fucking ass was like maybe a couple months later, a show that she was on premiered and then a movie. <laughs> and then she's at the red carpet still. She's at like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like, I felt like she was trying to round the troops, like black folks, when I say the troops of like rallying around her and uplifting her and being like, no, we're not going to let her, um, career fail because of this it was a mistake da, 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 da. it w- is one of those mistakes that shouldn't have been it shouldn't have been a mistake it should have been a mistake you don't even want to call that a mistake and i also hate when that ha- i mean it's not even synonymous it's just entertainment mm-hmm. in general it's like when we pander to one audience and rely <clears throat> on another audience to mm-hmm. rescue us but right. we don't ever we don't ever elevate and prioritize the audience that we know mm-hmm. has loyalty Right, and so that's why when when so the certain antics go on, I'm like, you know, damn well at the drop of a dime, drop of a hat, shit's gonna go left, way left, as Shawnee O'Neill told Tammy, go either way right, way, way right, way left, <laughs> left, <laughs> uh, and yeah. it's just like, oh, it was just, and you know, again, I hate it because Tiffany Haddish is one of those people that I really do see her inner child just like mm-hmm. acting up all over like she wears it on the outside like i can really tell on her and sleeve. I, mm-hmm. yes i hate that for her but it's just i again the secondhand embarrassment from like seeing her follow shakira around and jump in her photos and things like that it's it's, it's time and place okay had this been no actually don't follow me around at all i don't even care for i was going to say had it been at the after party don't too much of that shit is not no okay right i'm sorry no but i don't know i was just like the vmas have fallen from grace tiffany haddish please sit down somewhere well so what do you think would be the sort of recipe for success for the vmas 
I have my opinions, but what do you think will get it back to the iconic era that we know VMAs for? The, you know, Janet Jackson scream tribute to Michael, and she's doing the same exact moves as the video, all also, that shit that we're used to. Also, mm -hmm. did you see that Victoria? Apparently, they told Victoria Monet is too early in her story to be at the VMAs. I'm not surprised because I remember Akeisha Cole saying that she wasn't invited to the VMAs at one point. And I was like, and this is the time when, was it The Way It Is, the first uh -huh. album? And I loved that album. Iconic, iconic. I loved that album. I said, Mary's daughter is singing on this album. Um, and I remember, yeah, I remember she was like, they just never thought that I was that girl. Meanwhile, she was, and with Sagagas, kind of revitalized, if you really want to be a pop culture doll, had that BET reality show that mm -hmm. was very popular mm -hmm. uh, that coincided with her album release. And I, I think that helped her in the new age get platinum status, which is really mm -hmm. hard for the girls to do nowadays. But yeah, she said also too, like, it was like, no. And she was like, I just got off of like a BET, like my album's platinum, uh, number one R&B songs. Like, yeah. so I'm not surprised. You let, the, you let the other girl that I write the songs for... <laughs> That part, okay. that part. Um, you know, I'm gonna say this, and it might bite me in the ass one day. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It is oversaturated. These award shows are oversaturated with influencers. If I'm being so very honest, and what I don't mean influencers that want to be like Teffy, for example. I love Teffy, and I know that Teffy wants to be on that. Like that's the trajectory she wants to do. She wants to host. She wants to be in media. Te Teffy is fine. As much as I, I love her, Drew Afualo, like being at some of these award shows doesn't make sense because mm -hmm. that's not the, that's not really her her brand. And I, I love Drew Afualo. I really do. What mm -hmm. I'm saying is there are creators, and again, maybe it's a little bit of my hater acting up. There are creators who want to do this want uh, comedians young and upcoming comedians who want to do this i'm like give them a seat but it feels like we're pushing some of these people to the forefront the the um creators and influencers to the forefront when they really should be taking a seat back um i think that when it comes to like the music creators and stuff create a freaking a new category for them you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Create create space for them without letting it take over. You know what I mean? Well, Get, yeah. Yeah. Like things like that. You know what I mean? Same kind of same way I feel about Fashion Week. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, it don't make no damn Who's sense. She? I don't Alex, know her. It don't make no sense that Alex Earl is at Fashion Week. I'm sorry. Well, you know what? To piggyback off of like, because New York Fashion Week is the same. I think it's all the things you said. I am gonna bring up Beyonce. I also think that there's a couple factors in my little faggot world. Oh, cut that out. Oh, in my game. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up in the era of, you know, really the fashion. If you want to talk about fashion, we got to give props to our Joan Rivers. May she rest because she was mm -hmm. the girl I was asking, yeah. what are you wearing? Mm -hmm. And that started the Grammys. And then I tailed into the VMAs because the Grammys was a certain kind of thing. And then, you know, and we got certain... I think the VMAs has always mirrored the Grammys and, you know, they saw the impact of the jungle dress with J-Lo and all these things. And, you know, they try to do that. And when then, you know, Joan passed and then sort of that sort of fashion consciousness left. Now the girls are just doing whatever. 
now the girls don't care because there's nobody really that's checking for you like that right now. So you can wear whatever, you can do whatever. Then they started seeing the Grammys really also, they saw in the red carpet outside and the Grammys were playing games. Now you got Beyonce losing to people like, who were born two days ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you look at the biggest star in the world. And remember, we're looking at like, okay, like this is the, the Grammy supposed to be a lot more, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You know, like we don't ever introduce like five-time VMA winner. We say Grammy. And you playing games like not giving Mariah Emancipation album of the year, not giving, you know, Beyonce winning every single track Mm-hmm. up until album of the year for exactly. every year so i feel like the vmas on top of sort of being casual with fashion not having those parameters letting social media sort of drive everything and then them being like oh we don't even have to base anything on merit because like I, we, we can't vote like we're supposed to be the cool the cool show exactly and if the grammys aren't doing this if the grammys are letting the cool white dude win over renaissance what the fuck we look like giving renaissance you know what i mean like the right. supposed to be above us now it's just like a free-for-all there's no yeah set. and if you look at even vogue different parameters back in the day sukiana might be busting that ass in a little dior uh, i mean issue. i would love to see if sukiana got the cover and i'll buy vogue, i would and i'll be i'll buy three copies yeah i but, you know, absolutely love and that there's nothing wrong with parameters but like that's sometimes parameter sets i don't i'm trying to find a it's not it's not i don't want people to think guidelines and things like right. that set um respectability it's not that it's just when you do a free-for-all you get a free-for-all mm-hmm. you just get if you if you just you know it's like black friday when the doors open and you let everybody in it's chaos and i just feel like everything is chaos it feels no very standard yeah yeah it feels very disorganized right now it feels mm-hmm. so disorganized you know i know e said that when they let go of like half of their shows and their cast, they said they were getting back to the basics and, you know, what E was about. If they want to bring back E! True Hollywood Story, I would love that, okay? Um, But- Good, good you, TV. Mm. You brought up Joan Rivers. And I'm going to tell you exactly where, and I'm going to loop it back right around to this. It's the Joan Rivers and the Wendy Williams that we're missing. In the media space. Two icons. Because were they mean? Yes. But they were playfully mean. I don't think that... I don't know. And if any... Mother Kathy, no shade, Mother Kathy. Yes, Mother yes, Kathy. Kathy. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. I'll give it to her as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially those two, Wendy and Joan. Yes. The girlies were. I don't. The word I. I don't want to use the word fear. But there was a level of like, I want to impress them. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want Joan Rivers to, or like, I, like I want Joan Rivers to say something shady about me, but funny. And I want her to love it. You know what I mean? I did a TikTok, like probably like a year ago where I said, I need the one thing missing in my award shows is the after award shows, the fashion police of it all. Mm -hmm. And if there were no award shows, we did red carpet. And I quite literally casted it based on people from TikTok who I think should be on there. Um, Tahira is one of them. Mm -hmm. If you guys don't know who she is, she does the... She does ratings this week in fashion. She does... Mm -hmm. And I I just love her. I love her style. I love her everything. I love her page. Um, What? Oh, Nikita... 
Nikita, mm-hmm. she's um a trans model in uh on TikTok and she is hilarious. She does makeup mm-hmm. tutorials, everything like that. It was Blake Newby because Blake was the editor of Ebony. Mm-hmm. I think Ebony Magazine. She was the editor of, she was a fashion uh, editor and contributor. Now she works in uh, with influencers and things like that. And then I had Morgan Stewart because I do think that Morgan Stewart possesses a kind of Joan Rivers adjacent type of humor that she could um, do it. And then I had Jason Bolden as well. Because he is a stylist, <laughs> and I love Jason Bolden. Mm-hmm. And then you bring in your guests. I every love week. everything about Jason and his family. Me oh. too. Me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. But I said, and everybody was like, "Where's the comedian? Where's the comedian? Where's the comedian?" You guys, and I. Same thing with Housewives. Housewives. We're trying to mimic the past. We cannot bring back Joan. There is not another Joan Rivers. We can just try to move move on and fit what works now that's what got them in trouble on fashion police in the first place was juliana rancic's ass trying to be joan rivers and saying what she said about zendaya trying to be and you know what's crazy oh i'm starting to do another gay moment because the our 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 girlies are in the september cover you know the supers that we grew up on naomi christy cindy and naomi and you know mother linda mother Mm -hmm. linda linda the original the original the original super she was like, when back in the day, celebrities used to look at us and be like, y'all, what are y'all doing? They used to try to be, I'm a theater kid. I'm a fucking, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a show up and blah, blah, blah. And they saw the impact of, now they're saying, you know, you say Naomi, you know exactly what you're talking about. Exactly. Cindy, you know, and they became superstars the way celebrities became. And they started to take how they look very seriously. And I mm-hmm. always thought Joan Rivers was so interesting because Joan's not a fashion girl. She's not. She never was. She's a comedian. But she, had, she was mocking that. She was like, oh, you think you guys think you take so fucking seriously? You, you, oh, Nicole Kidman, now you want to wear a fucking little Dior dress? All right, let me let me get you sweating. Let me mm-hmm. get you sweating. And in an odd way, I don't know if you agree, because you're in entertainment, it kind of humanized these people that were okay. taking themselves too seriously mm-hmm. and playing these roles. And I feel like that's where we've lost. That's where it we is. lost the plot. When I talk about Joan, that was a great sort of thing to see unfold. Mm-hmm. Is to see this like Atlantic City esque comedian with a cigarette out of the side of her mouth, be like, "What are you wearing, Versace? Ah, what is that? You know, exactly. You look, you look like showgirls. You know, <laughs> like, exactly. I, you know, and you... seeing that dynamic, we don't have that anymore, and that's part of the thing. If you take it back to the VMAs, that's missing. Mm-hmm. You know. Exactly. We don't have that presence. Now we have just like an influence, but what? I like your outfit, but cool. Exactly. Even, oh, God rest Andre Leon Towie. Like, you know, I, I, my favorite thing is when, you know, and shout out to Andre because John Andre loved to put a black girl and like he always, he, he never made a white girl his muse. He always he said, mm-hmm. Jennifer Hudson, let's go. Yeah. Mariah, let's go. He always put a black girl. You would hear him in the back like there'd be interview. She's like, she's wearing Galliano. Look at her. Yes. Oh my God. She's wearing Galliano. She's wearing yes. Galliano. She's wearing Versace. It's Versace. It's Versace. And I love it because around. it was not like just somebody, the stylist screaming mm-hmm. over. It was like, you need to know these things. You mm-hmm. need to, I, I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie. In the, in the same respect, like, I think it was Sweetie who mm-hmm. the cue cards were open her mm-hmm. ass. Yes. The, Listen, and like Kayla Nicole, who I love, she mm-hmm. said, because Kayla Nicole's in that, you know, the pretty Bay Area, went mm-hmm. to graduated college girls that are now celebrities. 
She mm-hmm. said, love sweetie down, but she needs, they should have put some more energy into practicing this with her, like reading the cue cards, blah, blah. And somebody was like, she went to college. <laughs> Kayla said, I too went to college and graduated with a degree in broadcast journalism. I also need practice before I present and before I read a cue cards. She said, it doesn't have anything with to do with going to college. It has no. everything to do with preparation. Olivia Jade went to college. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I believe that. When I saw somebody said that, I said, that don't, she went to college, like, you don't need to go to college to be able to read a fucking cue card. No, it's the, it's about the preparation for the show. And the little bits that I did see, it just seemed so not put together. The, yeah, the prep it's, it's was giving, not it's, there. It's giving low budget. I almost want to think also too, like I think MTV is at a space where like they've seen a cutback in their own programming, mm-hmm. and 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 I think they're just like imagine. I mean, I'm gonna sound shady, but like get these little influencers for a little like and post and a gift bag and maybe a couple sweets at whatever hotel. That's all they need. That's all they need. Honestly, truly, like it's and I think they need to get back to like. The and I don't want to say gatekeep. I don't want to say like you know keep like uh, icing people out or anything like that. But I think they need to get back to the staples. Who did I know I was going to see? We need to see familiar faces. Who did I know I was going to see when I turned on MTV? I knew I was going to see Carson Daly. I knew I was going to see Lala Anthony. I knew I was mm-hmm. going to see uh, at one point Hillary Burton. She won a contest mm-hmm. doing them. That's how she got into that. Um, and there are like a couple others that what's what's that other guy's name? Kurt, his name, Ananda, Ananda Lewis. I, I Ananda <laughs> Lewis. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'm missing another black woman from MTV. No, but... you're, you're absolutely right. Like there was there, they have so much meat there, and mm-hmm. I just feel like they're picking at like the fucking you know. Same thing with E. Uh, you know, I knew that I was gonna see Joan Rivers, Juliana Rantic. Uh, what's that that man's name? Even Cat Sadler. Um, mm-hmm. who we don't have time to get in Cat Sadler. Um. And that one Jason, the real basic boring white guy that yeah, 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 cat yeah. quit over, like because she found out he was getting paid more than her. Power move, power move, sudden move. I yeah. fear she did not think that one out mm-hmm. very, very mm-hmm. long time. But again, we don't have time to get into it. And then even the turn. I know I was gonna see Justin Sylvester. Um at one point, Nina Parker. Morgan uh, Stewart, all those when uh, Aaron Lynn, when I turned on E. Now I'm like, who are these people dropped for the fucking sky? Like who, who are these people? I think get, let the social media people do social media. Absolutely. Get them for a promo, get them for a video, pay them for that. But all of these, just putting the, the, who's the it influencer now, whether it fits the brand or not on the red carpet, doing all this, it's not working. I'm sorry. It's not working. It's just not. And that's what, mm, it's too much. Yeah, I mean, not to harp too much on it too, but again, when you get to, this is why I say there's certain parameters that you put on that has nothing to do with respectability. When you have a year, when you all green, green let and live stream Britney in not a condition that you knew she wasn't in a good condition to perform and you didn't say, all right, let's cut it or whatever, you let her perform. Then you have that year, Kanye storming, you got a little mama storming. Beyonce had to grab the bitches. It, it was they like, had it Beyonce was like, stress that year. 
I stress, and I, I will never forgive. I would never forget. I, I didn't give a fuck about the other bitch. Um, and sh- shout out to her. She was looking mad, um, mucho borracho in the audience. But I was more mad that she was put in a predicament that she asked to be in. Mm-hmm. But it was yeah. given source awards. It was like, what are y'all doing? Like, and then when you got off of that again, it was just like, it was like, all right, have fun, kids. Mm-hmm. All the star rules are suspended. <laughs> Exactly. And that's what we got. And that's where we're at. Exactly. And what I will say also is a hot take. And I know that this person is probably, I feel like this person, this brand is probably fighting against it. The -hmm. place where they should have the influencers rotating in and out because the views would probably go up Mm -hmm. is watch what happens fucking live. That's exactly the audience too, because there's such content that is generated and you know like i'm more excited about like who's the girl that does the um accents she's a comedian she's oh a i know who you're talking about she she gets the kardashians down she, she gets ramona down watch she a show <laughs> no she gets bethany down that's more fun than like let's say um a gaga there drinking heavily because she's nervous exactly because that so celebrities sometimes don't do well in that forum because it's too like, and they yeah. never want to be that that kind of like vulnerable. Where like an influencer knows how to navigate that space, and you don't get like a, a nervous kind of you know we get like a like a fun, memeable, jiffable all that exactly. Fun stuff. Yeah. The mm-hmm. best watch That's... what happens live episodes were back in the beginning of Housewives when you had Nene yelling at Kim over the speaker box, Mm -hmm. okay? Before Mm -hmm. all of the media training kicked in, okay? I think everybody should have media training, but like, did you watch with on Sunday with Uba and uh, London Hughes, a comedian? I saw a little bit of clips, yeah. First of all, Andy, like, you, this should have been a fun episode for you, Andy, and he just didn't feed into it, okay? One, two, that was a perfect mix, then the next night, or a couple of nights, the next time I watched, let me be honest, it was Whitney Rose and Kristen Cavalieri. You could tell Whitney was changing answers based on what Kristen said and what mm-hmm. Andy was saying. I think that you can Kristen's still have exactly you can still have <laughs> Whitney and Kristen on, but you need to have Whitney with a you know, with a, or even the Bravo content creators, like the ones that want to be a part of it, it needs to be like Whitney in a, a content creator. And then uh, Kristen in a, you know, somebody from TikTok, things like that. That would make an interesting show. Well, Andy was never, Andrea is starting to get a little exhausted. And he, to be oh, honest, yes. he, was, he was never that girl to begin with. He was never that sort of like, there's so many missed opportunities where he could curate a really amazing experience, but he's not that girl. He just happens to be a face. And then you just kept booking her. But there's so much content, you know, like there's, you'll have a Uber and a London and he's not giving because he doesn't know what to do with it. If I was in front of them to wipe it, if I was in front of Whitney and Kristen, you know what questions I'll be, you know what things I'll be doing? Like, like he's not that, you know, he's just like, all right, well, who's the next? Let's, you know. Yeah, it, but it really spinning. is. And every time I watch, watch what happens live, it's like, I always can tell when Andy's about to low-key snap on a, a collar because they're mm-hmm. taking too long because yeah, they'll get in there and they'll be and like, I've been in the queue before for watch what happens live. And mm-hmm. they tell you, they're like, you need to ask this question. You can say like, hi, Andy, love you, blah, blah, blah. You need to ask this question. And then you get people being like, I love you so much, Kristen. This is a common James, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. Andy, you can tell Andy is getting tired because his showbiz goes right out the window. He goes, okay, what's the question? And I'm like, Andrew, 
if that's how it's gonna be, just give the show to me. Give it to Zoe. <laughs> we campaign. Give it to me. Link is in the bio. We no, need but for real. And meanwhile, don't let Heather McDonald hear you say that because she's gonna start cussing and fussing. I don't even keep up with Heather McDonald and Heather Jeff Ronald Lewis. McDonald, I don't. I don't. I don't keep up with her. Jeff Lewis is so like he reminds me of so many like like white older gay men that just saying the wildest. Like he just he's triggering to me. He just I just know if I meet him, he's gonna say some wild shit. I like. Jeff Lewis's mouth is like you said d- crazy like wild Every, anything that comes out of it however when it comes to getting a bitch like Heather McDonald together I die. We got Bethany together I, got Bethany I, I together. was just about to say that mm-hmm. was about to be the next person I said when it comes to getting a white bitch like Bethany together I die do I want you talking to black people not really Okay. Not really. Not really, because I know you're gonna say something in 2.5 seconds. And, and cry and cry and cry. That right part. After. That mm-hmm. part. But I love watching him with like the Bethany's and the Heather McDonald's. But like, I don't know where the hell this took place. Apparently, some that they were asked like, who do y'all think should replace Andy? Which has been like such a conversation for a long time now. Who is gonna replace Andy if it comes to time? And. <laughs> I guess Heather McDonald's own fans didn't vote for her. And she like Mm. went off on them from what I understand in like her Facebook group post. And it was like, do you know how hurtful this was to me? It's like, lady, you gotta chill. Like, what are you talking about? Man, we're doing you a favor. You would be, uh, they would pull you off the air in like 2.5 seconds. You get your feelings in a tizzy. You'd be starting fights. You'd be trying to like, you'd be, you'd be Candace, Candace's face being like, I feel like you were rude. Exactly. Like, yeah, she's too. Andy is sometimes, sometimes going to be removed. You have to be, have a very neutral space. Heather's too invested. She's too much of a teddy. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. it's just, that's why I actually, I don't listen. I, I, the only podcast you should be listening to is who XL. Um, but <laughs> I don't I don't listen to Teddy only on the off rip because and Tamara should drop that broad because you have to be neutral. Tamara is, is at least from the clips that I heard, be like, yeah, I know I was bitchy this scene, or I can uh, fucks with this girl. Every episode, you know, Teddy's like, Kyle, Garcelle and Son mean to me. And then it's just like, I'm not, you know. Heather's too much in that vein. Yeah, I agree. Invested. Teddy invested. makes my ass itch. You know she does, and I like yeah, what a what a what a pretty girl to be making. That's I'd be like, bitch, you need a she wasted she, energy. Yeah. She cannot remove just, herself from it, and it's like, girl, you're just supposed to be like commenting on what you see. Now you are you're too invested because I know your time on Housewives got cut short, but you weren't doing a great job. Okay. It's just I hate when the potential's there. I hate mm-hmm. I always say like a uh, uh, I hate when the um concept is so excellent and the execution is bad. Yep. I have, like I, my my Jackie Goldschneiders, my Teddy Mellencamps, my um if we think of um New York uh Tinsley Mortimer, I'll go there. It's a great, great concept. Mm-hmm. And then the execution just wasn't fair. And I was exactly. Because like, you know? I did fuck with Teddy her first season. Miss Accountability Coach. I did fuck with her that first season. Um, you all have had work done. You all live these imaginary lives. I, I'm real about my shit. I'm, you know, and I look like this when I wake up and go to the beach. Mm-hmm. I can't say the same for you. A, so that should have been how you entered the room. B, yeah, you bitch, you was late. You were rude. 
see. And yes, I said imaginary amnesia or what, what was it? Pretend amnesia. Yeah, like, pretend amnesia. That was really where she lost me because thank you. Because I'm not expecting mm-hmm. you to read a bitch down like I would, mm-hmm. but the same way Sutton Loki handled Erica when Erica was, or what? Or what? <laughs> Sutton said, or nothing. Because what do you mean? That's what I mean when I say, I want a housewife to be able to handle somebody the way they're going to handle it. That was the, the way Sutton handled that was on brand for Sutton. I don't expect Sutton to be like, or beach, I'm a blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't expect that. Which is her. very Erica coded. But she she did what Sutton would do. She said, she looked at her like she was nuts because she was, she said, or nothing because I'm not about to start fighting you. Like, you know, you know my, what I mean? But Teddy. You know, my favorite Sutton moment is because it's exactly it's when she's yelling at Crystal and she's talking about those leather pants on brand. On brand. Wasn't trying to roll her neck. She's like, you're ugly leather pants. Yeah. And so oh. she couldn't, it's what she couldn't open. You got to watch it again. She couldn't kind of get the tequila. She said, I just feel, I just can't. It's got to throw me up. And Garcelle tries to help her with the bottle. Yeah. And that's what, that's what Kathy says. Yes, when she's like, can y'all just throw me a bone? If she is struggling with that bottle, I remember that. And she, and Garcelle is like, oh, let me try and help my girl. That is a great housewife yes. moment. Yes. It is a great housewife <laughs> moment. And people think it's because of who's honky dory, but it's not. No, like, it's she actually was just all that on mm-hmm. brand for that. Like, no, Kathy in the was hunk- performing. Kathy it, was performing. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And the mm. hunky dory of it all put it like that. Put it over that the edge. It, but it with, was everything before that. <laughs> exactly with um Teddy. When she she let Erica rattle her, and that's what pissed me off when she was like, You and this pretend amnesia. Teddy, you said that with your chest because you meant it. And mm-hmm. Erica, don't ever say that to me again. Don't what did you say? Don't ever say that to me again. Just because she's talking fast doesn't mean she's making sense. Okay. Just because you got acrylics on, don't mean you really about to that life. Exactly. Now, let me tell you something. When I got my when i i if i have to take a break for my nails i do my attitude goes from i'm always that bitch but it does go from a 10 to an eight okay when i have them on it's the the finger is strong the finger is strong right but oh oh, with robin you get robin dixon this is my finger This is my finger in your face. This is <laughs> exactly. But I was like, Teddy, you all you had to do was that, pretend amnesia is what I said because that's what I meant. Like if she would have just looked at her and said, like, that's <laughs> what I said. Edit this out. I was like, nigga. No, but for real, for like real. for like because you said it. Because when you said that, I was like, I do exactly say like, this is what I fucking meant. That's what I meant. That, because <laughs> that's, that's how I, I would have handled Erica. That's what I meant. I, and I can get that's why Garcelle won that so much. We got to talk about uh, not Beverly Hills. My favorite Garcelle was like, I don't make you look bad, Nick. Do that on your own with the afro on. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the best. No, that was the best. And that's what I mean by like swiftly handling. Don't let Mm -hmm. like Teddy let Erica shake her for no reason. Let her son son her. Let her sun her. You exactly. Oh, nigga, you got no fucking money. Like, you can try to sun me. Go put some Ex- mosquito on. Since Hello? Did you that girl? Hello? Did you that girl. Go ask your glam squad to put you in two layers of drag. This is me. No makeup. Beach. Dead ass. 
Do you hear the alarm system? That's my husband's company. Uh, didn't help Dorit's house, but you know. You hear that? You should have took us to ballroom, but you're not that girl. Exactly. You know, that girl, mm -hmm. I would have been like, I literally, and that's how like, even though I, I said, can get right Erica, take that, your makeup off. I have none on. That's... <laughs> But that's how I even me like exactly I right exactly. And I that's how I would have handled Erica too. I would have mm -hmm. been like, no, I said pretend amnesia because that's what I meant. That's what I meant. That, that's what I meant. What mm -hmm. are you gonna do? You gonna throw this salad? I'm gonna throw it right back. Okay. Mm -hmm. I will. You will see me levitate over this table, Miss Beverly Hills. So don't do it. Levitate. Don't do it. No, du no dual leapa. Le <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real. And so I'm that's, breaking dishes up in here all night. We have to fight. That's what <laughs> I mean by that. Yeah. But let's let's get into the shows while we're at it. We're already on Housewives. I want to start with New York. How are you mm. feeling about the new Roni? Well, I love actually because I love our community because we listen to each other. Um, shout out to Fly Chai, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. baby number two, our beautiful goddess, my girl. Um, I love everything that she was saying about her um, just thoughts on the last episode. But mm -hmm. here's the thing I've always wanted to share with you as a current New Yorker um, in the city. I almost feel like I'm, I almost hate that we keep talking about diversity being the answer to um, sort of where we felt the old Ronnie was stagnant and the issues with that. Mm -hmm. let's take it back viewers listeners friends fam manhattan moms miss jill zarin asked her friend group and then she brought on the girls and then thought bethany would be a good addition blah blah blah, blah on. that's why i always was team bethany on that shit that's why i didn't fuck with that interview she was doing um where bethany decided to invite jill and be cute for views mm -hmm. and i hate that jill is so thirsty and insecure that she didn't read her because what I would have done is, this show is about me and my friends. I thought you'd be a good addition. I let you live in my house in the Hamptons, bitch. You couldn't afford that shit. Here and when you got a little taste of fame, because you were sons, sprinkle cookies at Trader Joe's. In Deerberg's. Okay. <laughs> and you had to stay at my Hamptons house. And when I, of course, being annoying, because she is, and being insecure, which she is, you try to sun me on a show that was casted about me. Around I know, me. I work, I work in the industry that Jill's known for you know without giving mm -hmm. away my tea that's a legitimate name that's yeah. a legitimate name that's carried up mm -hmm. until now bethany wasn't a legitimate name and i hate when people try to talk about new york is so diverse new york is so diverse it's such a landscape no 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 no, no baby new york is not that diverse it's diverse york, but segregated segregated i think what people want to say is and chai said it us. Well, Kay Casey also mentioned um, in another podcast that, you know, the best shows with Housewives are the ones that represent the city. That's mm -hmm. why I think Beverly Hills is so successful. That is a quintessential cast what it I is. think Beverly Hills is. Mm -hmm. You know, whereas New York, okay, that makes sense. Manhattan moms, those women do exist. I've mm -hmm. met some of, the, some of those actually women that you see in the background of that show I've met. That, they live there. So it's real. It's real. Mm -hmm. Right. It's a real thing. But when you have a landscape like New York, and we've been impacted by COVID super heavy, mm -hmm. we were impacted by the election super heavy, we were impacted yeah. by protests super heavy, we were impacted by 
all the racial injustice and Trump's presidency. Mm-hmm. And then you've got bitches like Ramona and Sonia with no evolution, no, no trajectory, no, no lateral trajectory, nothing. I will give Bethany that. She's the only one in that cast that's evolved to anything. You saw that. And I think that's why she thinks she conflates that trajectory with a business trajectory. Mm-hmm. You're just famous for you, you got money for being good at a yard sale. That's what you're famous for. And people conflate that with your personal trajectory, not your business trajectory. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, we can't, we can't have protests with, you know, that were sparked by George Floyd and, 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 and even like in my community, you know, when there was such an emphasis on the black trans movement and so many of my sisters have died and what that happened in our presence at Brooklyn Museum and Glitz and raising a million dollars for, um, uh, for housing. Mm-hmm. And then you watch TV and you have a Morgan that's drinking and being sloppy when you have Ramona that's, you know, having yeah. dysentery all over the place. That, to me, is the problem. You can put niggas all over that show. If they have the same trajectory as Dorinda, I must have a problem with it. True. That is that, you know, to Ye- me, that's, you have to start there. And then when you watch Neuroni and you mm-hmm. take that in consideration, that's when you start to be able to make, I feel like people keep thinking like, oh, just because we have Uba and Sai. I was like, nah, like you can have it. They have the same storylines as them bitches. I was still not like it. So many shows mm-hmm. can exist within New York City and right. feel like they are worlds apart. Worlds apart. I live it every day. Exactly. They feel like they are worlds apart. That's why, like, for example, when people are like, oh, do you think that Lindsay would be good on Real Housewives of New York? Lindsay from Summer House. I said, no. first of all, I don't know because I've only seen Lindsay on Summer House. I've never seen Lindsay act like a housewife. Like, I don't. I, I know she knows how to be on reality TV as far as summer house goes, but can I see Lindsay on Roni? No, I think that they, and I think that there's a space for her to, in that, some of that other cast to exist in reality TV. That's not summer house. And it's not Roni. There's a middle ground there. What it is. I don't fucking know. I'm not going to be the one to figure it out. Well, but, it's hard because New York is so different than LA. I think everyone thinks mm-hmm. out of all the franchises, New York is different because I think people think like the Vanderbilts, those girls were never. No, no. And it's the only city that the ideal that you have in your mind, they were never. Exactly. So then you're already getting parameter. You know, you're already kind of mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, so that's what makes it kind of hard. So when people keep throwing out names, I'm like, honestly, anybody could be a New York housewife because the people that you actually think that should be in that seat, I ain't going to do it. Exactly. The, the Astros do not want you in there. Exactly. No, but anywhere near that. It's too. It's too much. They have too much it's to much. hide. Too much to lose. Too much these, to lose. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Too. Too much to lose. That's why you get these. You know, mm, I, I don't want to say middle ground because Jen Lyons is far from middle ground. She. She. I. <laughs> we'll get to her in a second. Like, but that's why you get these. You have to get at the right level of there's person. a certain kind of pool, yeah. That you exactly for from. New York housewives. For me, old Roni, it was the same as low key how I feel about Atlanta minus the racism. We are done. A lot of these those women's stories were done. I just did a podcast with the reality girls. Um. And I, that's why I said, I said, listen, you can be a fan of Kenya, Candy, Sheree, and realize that their stories are done. Cynthia uh, clocked it when they asked her earlier this week, like, would you come back to a Housewives of Atlanta? She said, I don't have any story left to tell. She said, the 
the there is no more story left to tell as far as Real Housewives goes. And she sometimes is correct. That is, that, she I is mean, correct. That is that is how sitcoms are. Mm-hmm. I hate to be like such a corny little English girl, like like you know school girl, but like. I love To Kill and Mocking. I just think it's a beautifully written book. And mm-hmm. Harper Lee said, I told everything I need. She never wrote a book. And she's like, I said everything I need to say. I don't have anything else that's authentic to say anymore. Exactly. And I respect that as an author. I think that certain stories are just told. We live in an entertainment world that they would have made To Kill and Mocking for four, five, six, seven, eight. She said, no, this is, I said all I need to say. Exactly. Book, and I'm good. And I think certain stories are like that. I think another thing that's really pissed me off when we talk about Rowney and people talking about if a Leo or an Ebony would thrive in this new Roni cast, I would say no. None you don't that. think? No. And I actually was frustrated with Ebony. And uh, this is a Black people conversation. Um, <laughs> I was frustrated with Ebony a lot, too. And not too much on that, too, either. Because still respect Miss Ebony K. Williams. She's the bomb. I love her. But I was like, you educated bitch. Like, you're an educated girl. You're that girl. Or just everything, everything, everything. Why am I watching you on TV trying to befriend a fucking dysentery ass, pooping ass bitch? In real life, you don't give a fuck about that. That yeah. other bitch got a fucking record. Spitting on cops. Resisting Are you arrest. mad? Resisting arrest. Are you mad because she kicked you out of your house? You wouldn't even be at her house. No, That's but for beneath real. beneath you. That's beneath you. And I have to watch that happen. And I was pissed because... Atlanta? That's actually Black wealth. That's actually Black class. So much so that they did that Atlanta and then they casted a whole nother show about Black doctors and Black practices and the wives of. But- and you still implemented a white woman with no job um, in Mary? our community. If, it, if you had kids, <laughs> you know, kids, kids from two different baby fathers living in an Ackworth townhome and you made her main character energy so much so that she felt so and in, 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 like so full that she went to a Grammy winner was like write me a song bitch I'm not gonna pay you in a city that that woman is celebrated for mm-hmm. that was a problem to me not that New York shit that was fine to me that's 80, 82nd and 86 between fucking Madison and Lex I was not mad at that mm-hmm. Atlanta in real life in real time that Kim shit wouldn't fly no and I, that's why that Ebony shit pissed me off. Cause like you're on this platform in this particular kind of very kind of specific world, having a critique on that. And here's this actual thing that's actually happening. Mm-hmm. That's like, no, 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 that's a problem. This bitch is you ain't trying to be friends with. You don't right. really, I, and I wouldn't even want you to be friends with those girls. So that's, that's Ye- own thing. That's not just, that's not discrediting the things that she went through. I'm right. saying like, Ebony, that other thing? I, yeah, what I, and I agree with everything that you're saying because, and New York is, honestly, if we think about it, New York could be, do a married to medicine, a married to law, mm-hmm, law, mm-hmm. like they have everything there to do one Real of those estate. spinoffs. Mm-hmm. Real estate, yes, that Ebony could have mm-hmm. been a part of, but yes, what I will yes. say- And would have thrived. What I will say, because I think about this often when it comes to myself mm-hmm. and where I want to be. Mm-hmm. I- Think often, like, I, uh, let me say, at, for example, Charlemagne the God in Academics, mm-hmm. Breakfast Club. I'm going to take Jess Hilarious out of the 
equation because I'm not saying I I don't want to sit down and talk that bitch. Like I don't want to be in the same room as her. I don't know her as an Aries right. queen said. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. But I like Charlemagne the God and ap- academics. I know that they they would want to push me. They would want me to get upset mm-hmm. and you know do like do those things. And it would start a conversation that could get me a lot of exposure and it could get mm-hmm. me where I want to be but is that the environment that I want to be in you know right. what I mean or but is it the environment then you have to think it's not the environment where that I want to be in but it it's going to get me to where we need to be which all goes back to black people taking every opportunity that is presented to us even though it may not make sense even though it may not be or it may be at the um you know, at our discomfort, things like that. So I like, as I step into this space and get, you know, trying to get my foot in out there and everything as well. And I remember Ebony said, she said, did I need Real Housewives in New York? She said, absolutely not. She said, but it was an avenue. She said, what I did was I, she said, I'm still in great graces with NBC Universal and Bravo. Right. She said, I got a podcast from it. And she said, and she, she got some other and something else, some other um, deal from mm-hmm. it that she put her on a higher platform than where she was before. And I always, my mom always told me growing up, like sometimes you have to do some things that you are not going to like and you're not going to be comfortable with and it's not going to be great for you in the moment, but it's going to get you to where you want to be. Sometimes we got to work some jobs we don't want to work, things like that. I oh, That's how I think of Ebony's time on Real Housewives of New York. And I agree. And I, I said, uh, uh... You know, even black women have to deal with this 10 times more. So shout out to that. And, you know, and what y'all have to go through. And yeah, even in my nightlife career, like, let me do this little gig and do this little Beyonce number for these little white gays to do what I got to do, even though I don't know what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't, that's not my problem with that. I don't have a problem with that because I understand that I have a black mother, single parent. I understand that completely. Mm-hmm. I think it was a little bit of the aftermath when she's on the Breakfast Club of all places talking about, I'm doing what black people wish they could do. And I'm speaking up in spaces. And I was like, well, I don't think that my mother was ever, her issue was, you know, given Ramona Langston Hughes. Um, And I think about our mother, (laughs) yeah, Tareed. No, but I'm with you. I'm with you. And and I think about Taria, shout out to Mother Taria. And she's telling about that story about like, something happened very like, you know, this woman came with her and said something about her son that was just out of pocket. And she was sitting there like, it's I slapped this bitch or I don't have a job. Exactly. And exactly. so when I see that and, and, you know, people that we love like to read, and then I got to see Ebony be like, Ramona and her, we can do lunch. And she was doing, you know, and I was like, you, you wouldn't even want to talk to her in that real part. life. That's what I'm talking about. I yeah, totally I understand feel- what she's coming from. Like, and even when she's sitting next to Leah in that fucking low Kim mugshot dress, and I was like, "Yeah, you know damn well." And I would rather her be like, "Yo, everybody, you know I'm in on the job. I just had to do what I got to do to get these deals." X Y Z. Exactly. And niggas, and niggas understand that. We totally understand that. I'd mm-hmm. be like, yeah, "Girl, get your coin, cake." It's when you're on the Breakfast Club. Yeah, my interview talking about I'm doing what you all and I'm you know I'm saying what you wish you could say in spaces. I was like, no, you're not. I because I I would have slept. I would have said, Leah, get out of my car and go put your J Crew on, and that's on Lions. <laughs> go put your little. Go put your. You're not wearing a fucking black woman's. You're you mugshot on this sh- mugshot after you were a streetwear designer that you got that gig because you had an altercation with the cops and they oh. paid you and then had you under the ground. 
and you were lucky enough to walk away from that alive. And, like, all alive. and, and, and we say the names of the, of the women that aren't lucky enough and they weren't even interacting with the cops like you. And you're on TV talking about, yeah, I did this, this, and this, and this, and this. And you did a couple white beaters and some fucking high-waisted shorts. Exactly. And now you're in a car with a black lawyer with little Kim and, and New York of all places, mother of Brooklyn, mother of like rap, mugshot. Of all the all the fashion imagery you could put on, David Last Chappelle, you know Kim is the fashion doll. You put a black woman's black woman's mugshot dress. And you sit, and and I had to watch everybody sit in that car and be like, mm, "You're my plus one." <laughs> no, I, and I'm with you. But you my, my... I'm not insensitive to that. I, I totally get. I don't want anyone in your viewers to think I'm insensitive. It's just if I was playing that game and if I was on certain platforms where I knew people that would listen, I would be. I would be real quick. Don't get it twisted. I'm a black mm-hmm. in this world. I would let the girls real. I'm a, I'm a kiki for this white gay real quick just to get the you know. I'm a right. let it be known. Exactly. One thing I'm not going to do is be like oh, I'm just you know I'm my Meredith Marks. I'm not doing that. And I feel you 100%. I feel you 100%. My thing with Leah and how Leah is the way she is with the feeling so emboldened to wear the mugshot and stuff is because there are Black men, namely, that Mm -hmm. hang around. And I could just tell as soon as I met Leah, it was like, oh, that Leah is that, oh, that's that white girl, Leah. She cool, she cool, she cool, blah, blah. Very downtown, Lower East Side. Yeah. mm -hmm. She is that that white girl that a ton of black dudes and probably some black women, some Latino women were like, oh, she's cool, she's cool, she's cool. That's Leah. That's a cool cool white girl. That's a cool cool white girl. But on the inside, at the end of the day, like it's still low-key giving Karen. And if you think about her trajectory on the show and not too much on her, shout out to our other friend, Brandon, because they work together. So we got to be careful. Um, they've done a couple things together. Um, she, from my mistake, I think she was more Connecticut. And mm-hmm. then, you know, that's an easy, you know, the sort of like Connecticut to New York. Yeah. New York to Florida. Everything gave, this is going to make my parents mad. Energy. That part. Yes. That mm-hmm. part grand opening grand closing that's it that is exactly her mo and and i picked up up, um, and that i picked up on that very quickly because the girls in my actual new york life that i met that are like white girls like born and raised lower east side or just like Mm -hmm. they don't like that they don't don't, don't like that yeah there's like that yeah there was this girl on this show used to be on mtv i don't know it wasn't called the heights was it called the heights I can't remember exactly what it's called. It came on back, back in the day. I think there was only one or two seasons, but I Mm -hmm. wish it would come. That that was a missed opportunity for real, for real. There was this girl, her name's Taylor. I still follow her on Instagram to this day. And she still does have like a good amount of (laughs) Instagram followers because she, and she had like a blog and all this stuff. And she's like, people still ask me. She was like, first of all, don't nobody blog no more like that. She was like, the amount of work. live journal. (laughs) Yeah, she was like, the amount of work that you put into it versus like the return. It ain't that. She's got a baby now, but she's still like, I'll send you her profile and you can see what I'm talking about. That's exactly who, because she was born and raised in, I want to say it was the Heights. I want to say it is, but I can't remember what that show is called. But when it comes to the new Roni, what I will say is, am I enjoying it? Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that everybody that's Jessel on- Hive, stand up. <laughs> Jessel Hive. I think everybody that's on that show deserves to be on it and deserves a second season. Um, I know there's already, because they filmed Everyone their- needs a second go around. Uh, you know, I think, I don't believe in one season Housewives. I think we need to do two. 
um, just to really see like, okay, is this like, this is where I gained in Atlanta and we'll get there. This is where I gained my most clarity on Sanya. I don't think it should be a one and done thing. Like I need, a, well, I need... we've all dined at restaurants. I'm a, a, a lover of friendlies, you know, mm -hmm. I'm a lover of uh, IHOP. I did not have everything at the one and go. I exactly. had to go there multiple times, darling. Exactly. So I want the viewers to know that you have to try everything on the menu and mm -hmm. then make an opinion. You can't have an appetizer and say, we're shutting this down. So I'm so sick of the takes like this, this girl needs to go to series to go. Try every dish and then get back to me. And if it's some, all a chop, then it's one fine. Of, one of the best things is for me, and I know mm -hmm. like I'm a, a reality TV nerd. One of the best things for me is when I start seeing a housewife that I maybe liked or disliked in a different light, okay? When I start seeing, and when I start changing, and that's why I really did like Ultimate Girls Trips and taking those women out of the, you know, the positions that they're normally in on their franchises and putting them with other people because I got to see them differently and I like that. Um, but and tell the viewers real quick, we wouldn't have a Bethany, we wouldn't have a Kenya, we wouldn't have, um, there's so many girls I can think of because if I judged them by their first season, they would have been a chop. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why when a lot of these, the, I, I say, mm -hmm. I've been saying this a lot often, the audience is a part of the problem now. It is a part of the problem Way now because it's like, oh, I don't like this gone. I don't like this gone. I can't stand Erin Litchie. And I can tell you right now, I'm probably not ever going to like her because she's a Karen. Y'all know I call her Tribeca's coolest Karen. That's who she is. I had her number almost immediately, but I think she's great for the show. You're such a genius because I always rely, you guys have to follow. Um, So of course you do, you, you, you're listening, but like, like I, I actually like have you on notification. Um, <laughs> that says a lot because I don't have I don't have some of my drags on notification. I'd be like, oh, I'll catch that thing when I see her. But um, cut that out. But uh, <laughs> but I actually have Sal on notification. And when you said that, oh, I love us for that because we're getting right into Roni. When you said that Karen coded shit, I was actually talking with my homegirls. Like, like my gang is going to my home girl mm -hmm. about how much we love Jessel. And I literally, when you, because I have your notification, when you said that, I was like, I actually love what Jessel gives, but I low-key feel like Aaron is like, who's this fucking brown bitch that's over here being snotty and shit? Who's this fucking like, conceited ass brown? And it was so coded. And I feel like it's a specific, it's not specific, but this is why I love this network. When Chai was talking about, I know that girl, I live here with that mm -hmm. girl, and Chai lives in Florida, or is from Florida, that I know that pipeline, right? Mm -hmm. She does remind me of that shit, where it's like, I've been in certain situations where it's that girl that doesn't expect you to have a, a couth or a little bit of this, and it's mm -hmm. you like, you're weird. There's something about you that we just don't show. And it's a certain kind of like, I remember telling a girl what triggered me about BH, and I remember when Dorit tried that with Garcelle, which was so, that's a whole nother thing, but mm -hmm. it's interesting how we watch reality TV, and I've been watching years of white women say aggressive, no matter what situation. It could be like, no matter what, it's just like they've been taught certain words to say over the years. Mm -hmm. It was almost like I've heard that so many times, a certain kind of like Aaron girl that's like, you're we're just not the same kind of people. We're just not the same. We're just yeah. like, like, you're weird, you know? And I was like, you like that this fucking like brown girl that's sitting, that's a fucking Barbie, Jessel Gibbs face. Is like- Oh my God. Face, but, mm -hmm. she, she is Hair, gorgeous. Gorgeous. She, she is gorgeous. But and she, she can dress. And she can dress. And she did not like that Jessel, low-key was looking at her like- Mm-hmm. Because what- that's Aaron's problem here. down. It really is. That's what it is. And she can't say it. 
But there's also, not to get too far, there's a certain kind of like genre of like, especially the like what like the European raised, or I would rather say very like internalized Western cultured mm-hmm. um minority will say the people that listen to us know what we're talking about because they absorb all the things of like certain upper middle class white culture or western culture but then they because of like supremacy we you know they're looking at everything with the magnifying glass and being like oh y'all ain't shit and they extract all of the mm-hmm. the badness of that and they throw that back at their face and then that's that's how you get the dynamic of like an Aaron and because you know a Jessel's mother has been taught like don't be like those like white people Mm-hmm. you know like exactly like go to came go to cambridge but don't act like that exactly and jessel is confronted with that and mm-hmm. then she's like you think you're so better than she's like yeah i am i'm a lot better than you yeah <laughs> exactly. i love and it's so crazy because at first like jessel mm-hmm. made my ass itch with that whole nightgown situation i was and i'm still i still stand 10 toes down on that like i did not like the way she handled that because I think because, and I think I've told this story on here before, when somebody puts something on that they they have in their mind that they don't like, like my dad used to buy me really ugly clothes on purpose. That's a whole different story. And like my, it used to be like, um, go put it on like so we can see what it's yeah. like. And I used to come out like, <laughs> and, make, and make it look worse because uh-huh. I didn't like it. That's what I felt like Jessel was doing. But at the end of the day, when like the turn, not I don't even want to call it a turnaround, the trajectory of her throughout the whole thing she she's still true to that person who didn't like the nightgown because she even referenced it she was like should i bring this because i don't like it but she knows how to move on i appreciate somebody who knows how to move on i really do well you when you said that aaron was karen coded i think i responded and said i think the problem with aaron is that she's super conservative Mm -hmm. and but she's another girl that reads the comments and it's actually if you think about the the republican party or the the you know that party without going to politics because you know the listeners don't listen you know primarily for that but they all want to be the popular girl yeah all of them yeah i i'm not saying that trump's not racist but if niggas is riding for trump the way white supremacists is riding the motherfucker will get some tracks in and get some his hair braided no like, but for real like, no but, but for he real. Would. he'll get a fade he would he would get a fade they love a who loves fade him. real quick he'll yeah get a, he'll get a season cut real quick because it's it's they know i think i said this, it's like they know that they're not popular mm-hmm. my opinion and that gets them Mm-hmm. You know, because naturally that kind of viewpoint isn't going to make you popular. Mm-hmm. It's just a natural thing. Um, and you see her struggle with that because she tries so hard to be like, like I'm a cool girl, I'm a cool girl, I'm a cool girl, but you're not. Because every episode you're actually reminiscent of the girls on 82nd, 86th between Park and mm-hmm. Third Ave, like our other women. Except they were making excuses, and which is why... I'm not excusing, or I think that's why the audience wasn't as in the beginning because Ramona would never, no shade, Ramona was never trying to give me cool girl. No, she wasn't. She cussed that white bitch on the, she was like, that's why your father don't like you, that's why your mother don't like you, and that's Mm -hmm. why Jill don't like you on the fucking bridge. Had that bitch crying. She was like, Anne, you want to get ice cream? That was always the tea. No, but no, you're you're Aaron's like trying to be like, you know, and when, I, cool, you know. when I understood that Aaron was came in because of Lizzie and Lizzie is no longer on the show, I had to exit stage left. I don't think that I actually don't think that Aaron has a problem with Bryn, like everybody is like reading into, like, oh, it's because of Lizzie, because ultimately the altercation with Bryn is what led to Lizzie and her husband not being on the show anymore. Um, I don't think that Aaron has a problem with that. I think that 
honestly, truly, based on a snippet of an interview, I'm not going to tell you I listened to the whole interview, a snippet of an interview that I listened to, Erin got asked how she got to be on the show. And you, you have to see her face to understand what I'm saying. But she like, you can see it in her face where she's like, I came through Lizzie. And it's almost like she tells on herself. And then she gets asked about Lizzie's, because I guess Lizzie is a Zionist. I don't, I, I don't know. I'm, I've said this before on this podcast. I am not super knowledgeable on the mm-hmm. ins and outs of being a Zionist. Okay. So I won't comment on it. From what I understand though, Lizzie is also super conservative. I think that based on the, the interview snippet that I saw, cause Aaron also mentioned, cause she was asked about Lizzie's belief beliefs and she said well lizzie's like way more into it than i am that is what she said and i was like mm-hmm. that's such a weird fucking thing to say what i gathered from that is i think aaron was her plan was to be the cooler like lizzie was going to be the super conservative mm-hmm. like pain in the ass pill like just like oh i'm I'm just super conservative i don't like this i don't like this i don't i'm you know kind of a wet blanket and aaron was going to come in and kind of just be like oh a big problem with that blah 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 lizzie's not here anymore and now aaron's meant to stand by herself lizzie was her anchor she was here because of her but now i'm with these women and i do still want to be on this show and i have to like i think with aaron it's like i have to figure out where i belong and then now we have her around all these women and oh, she's you saying are a genius you and are she's saying i don't oh, like yes. wop i don't want to hear wop when real if lizzie were there it would have lizzie probably would have been the one because i've seen videos of lizzie Mm -hmm. i've seen she seems very very conservative with it lizzie would have been the one that was like oh disgusting and aaron would have been may have slid in there like i'm not like a big fan of it don't really know what it is but now she is exposed Mm -hmm. now she is exposed yeah Mm -hmm. that's exactly that's that's just Mm -hmm. what i picked up from aaron and the the fact that she's in the Mm -hmm. comments like this her and bryn bryn is a different that's not a conservative thing that's just bryn's inner child needing Mm -hmm. to be talked to the Mm -hmm. fact that aaron is in the comments like this like oh i see you i see you i done said she don't want to come over here okay she don't want to find herself over here because i don't give a fuck bryn either I don't give a fuck. I'm not Queens of Bravo, bitch. I don't need to lick your ass. I don't care if exactly. you block me. I don't care if you want, because I know that one, I'm not saying anything malicious or mean. I'm commenting on the show, right? I purposefully do not say disgusting things because that's not in my nature. Like some of no. these people do. I, no. but don't come over here talking about, oh, I see you. I think Aaron commented on like the watch what crappens guys and was like, oh yeah, I listen or something of that nature. I don't think they care, but I don't, don't come over here because I'm not editing anything. I'm not editing anything. I have a few housewives that follow me on TikTok. I have a few Bravo people that follow me on TikTok. They might not be there anymore. I'm not checking for them because this is my fucking content. Okay. I feel like Erin, that's her MO and that is where she really like lost. And that's why she's about to be shaking on Sunday when Uba get in her face, snatch her sunglasses. No, I, 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 I'm, I'm literally shaking because like, of course, uh, Sal had um, hit the nail on the head because I really do now understand Aaron after your review because what she she went into it preemptively not I want the audience to get to know me she says I want to be fan favorite mm-hmm. and she was banking on um, Lizzie to be on the show knowing being aware being fully aware of the bullshit 
mm-hmm. and saying, oh, I'm going to volley off of that. Mm-hmm. But then when she got axed, she was just like, oh, shit. And what I watch on TV is what I said to you on Twitter. is like, I see her, but I see the struggle mm-hmm. and I don't like it. Whereas I don't mind a jostle because, hey, I understand that. I maybe because I'm brown, I get the those parents, yeah, from where they come from, mm-hmm. especially in London. I lived there, and you did too. Mm-hmm. I, I never lived that. there. I lived in Germany, but I've been oh, to Germany, London yeah. and India. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, but yes, we we, we get that pipeline. Yeah, yeah, and what and what that into and what those parents tell their children, mm-hmm. and then how we get migrate to the states. I'm not surprised if Jessica wants to send her kids where to school that Tom Cruise kids go. And you know what she did? Oh, yeah. Tom Cruise kids go. And when she said she said that she said that live. She didn't say that. Mm-hmm. It, it, she said that this is what I want to do. Yeah. Don't you want them to be rubbing shoulders with blah blah blah. She's not hiding anything. She's no. not trying to be someone that she's not. Aaron is too busy trying to be a around the way girl, acting like downtown is the fucking Fort Green projects. You're not that girl. And I, I, yeah, I exactly. And I also just think that I think Aaron thought that she was going to be the bridge. Like she thought she was going to be fan favorite. And she's she not. is not a, you know, loosey goosey, like, oh, like, you know, floozy adjacent. I mean, mince my words in case Bryn is uh, listening, you know, uh, Bryn or Cy or anything like that. Well, Bryn is, uh, I, I mean, I just, I want to root for Bryn. I'm over the character that's sort of like, you know, she reminds me of everything that I hated about Samantha Jones, which is why Pink Control don't fuck with that show. Yeah. Um, because you can talk, you could be a sexually free mm-hmm. woman without it being like a caricature, a camp caricature, right? Mm-hmm. You're a grown ass woman. Go to the fucking gym and lift these weights. Why are you over there in front uh, of some people? You know, uh, and that's yeah. not actually how you sound when you have a orgasm. That's what you're doing to impress Gideon. You know, like that's what the shit that you be doing to make him feel good about himself because he ain't hitting no spots. And I saw all of that right there. And, you know, and it's just like, (laughs) as Chai pointed out and you pointed out, like, it's the certain commentary on Blackness, which I'm not going to hold to her. Mm -hmm. And I actually thought one of my favorite scenes of TV was just, I mean, it almost like warmed my heart. um, I didn't even feel bad for her in that Thanksgiving scene. It was when she was sitting and the hairstylist, um, yeah, I was like, cool. Um, it's when she's sitting in her hair done and she just looked like she's having a good time. And she just was mm-hmm. happy and it was radiating. And she was talking to a homegirl and she was just like, what are we going to do with this bee's nest? And um, giving her this like Bridget Bardot mess, um, which I love how that's a thing that everyone's just accepting. I was just like, it's just like brain giving us like messy Bridget Bardot. Right. And I was just and- like, is that a hairstyle? Exactly. And <laughs> the, you know, like, there are things I just gotta pin my hair up and I'm just like, here we go. <laughs> there are things about Bryn that, yeah, like I I think are endearing. Like you said, I did like that scene in the hair shop. I think as a black woman, there's a little bit, there's a little deeper mm, conversation that comes with it. Um I think but, that scene, I think where I'm holding my experience and thinking, oh, because you're right. I definitely want to make that asterisk there. I'm thinking of the experience that I have yes. on my side. of uh, mm-hmm. We've always had like the joint barbershop in the front, hair right. salon in the back. Mm-hmm. And it was just that dynamic. So when she was sort of speaking to an audience, I may not be familiar with that dynamic, especially in Black hair salon, you know, mm-hmm. centers where that is a safe space. 
Exactly. Where, like, no, it hundred percent is. I was happy to see it is. on that platform, but mm-hmm. you're right. Yeah. Yeah, hundred and twenty percent is. Yeah. I also think that Brynn is a person. I saw this. I mean, call me Raven Baxter. Mm-hmm. I saw this immediately as soon as they, as soon mm-hmm. as they um release like the trailer and the taglines mm-hmm. when everybody was going crazy over Bryn they were like oh she's so stepmother like she's so like this and this and this mm-hmm. I said y'all y'all are standing her too soon and she gonna get on this show and she gonna do something that and that y'all are gonna be like huh or it's gonna cause the other way where people are gonna be like no she's just fun she's just this and it's gonna it's starting to do this i've said this time and time again this there we're overstanding people we're standing them too soon i think that's heather's issue in um salt lake city people were oh my god i'm a heather stand ride or die be a heather be a heather they got a little too they got a little too excited with heather and you're absolutely right and i actually will go as far as say is that as much as brennan's may have enjoyable moments she did have me cracking up at like aaron's fucking sponsored ass you know renew about you know where like she had 12 people being like i i i didn't know that when you know they met each other at the english pub up uh, uh, you know on 21st and 6th that they were i was like okay great and she was like stop bragging uh uh, no, <laughs> she did crack. No, I was she with was her at that in. party because even when mm-hmm. Aaron's sister came over there and was like, "You guys need to be quiet." When Brent immediately said, "You gonna say something to everybody else?" I was with her there. I, oh, I the don't nigga dis- out. like. The I don't dislike Brent uh-huh. to the point where I'm like, "Oh, everything you say is wrong." I'm with her mm-hmm. when she's right. I'm not with her when she's wrong because even though I don't fuck with Aaron, it would have been a cold day in hell that I apologize to you for saying for being upset that you were messing with my husband like that or play flirting with my husband you i do i think that bren owed aaron an apology no no because they're no they're on stage doing some dumb shit she they were. They were doing, if this is like a religious ceremony if they're yes. doing something like that she's over like aaron's on her fucking iphone 10 and be like i never felt about it show me all of this you can me in this special <laughs> way like, you know, i was like what are we doing what are we doing no, so but for real, yeah. People being like, you got 12 people being like, yeah, they're the greatest people. And what her sister did was cameras are rolling. Yep. Let me do that. And that's whack. And that's whack because the New she York didn't... Society women would never act that whack about anything. That's what pisses me off is when these New York bitches get on this show and they try to pretend and pretend. A New York woman would be like, cute. What are you guys talking about? Not like, uh, and then here goes Aaron like, Again, Karen coded so so said it before anybody these other barbers said it. Just like you were over there, like, you know, um, saying that in front of my kids. Meanwhile, you got that little fuck. You have your son over there pissing on the floor with his coat on inside, which seems to be a thing. And you're talking, you're relating the story with the baby next to you, talking about how this black girl was ruining your show, ruining your um event, ruining my party. Ruining you the party. Didn't know what you, that when was sister, happening. When your sister decided to come into the space and put cameras and focus onto that, I just sister and I did that. And I caught the Karen moment when the mother came by and Jenna had to sort of step in and say, I'm the oldest one in the group. Hi, mom, how are you? Mm-hmm. And then try to make pleasantries. And when caught that, I was pissed at that too. I was like, Jenna, don't play with this woman. That mother came around and tried to put you in your place. And I was like, you didn't know my mom. Hello? Okay. I would have been like, you got another uh, 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 corn dog, whatever the fuck they serve in. No, but for My real, sis- because I am a person. I no, I know this person isn't listening to this. Me and my husband went to a wedding. This before we were 
even engaged, I think. Yeah, because it was right before COVID. Um, boy, did we not know what was in for us. But we went to a <laughs> wedding and it was a double whammy, okay, of all of Aaron's events. First of all, uh, Bride's uh, dad gave the longest fucking speech imaginable. I remember looking at somebody and being like, now I mouthed it, but I was like, oh, I was like, Okay, longest fucking speech. You know, black because we've said that prayer and Thanksgiving. It's always the oldest person in the. uh, It's always great granddaddy, somebody. You'd be like, we just want to eat. We just want to eat. Longest fucking speech, (laughs) right? Then they had passed hors d'oeuvres. Now they did tell us that food would be served. Mm -hmm. If you ask me, past hors d'oeuvres and food is not a thing. And I wasn't even a person that said anything about it because I was like one of two black people at this wedding. I wasn't about. It wasn't about to be me. (laughs) Okay, but trust and believe them. Uh, my husband's uh, friend's wife, she was on it. She said, "No, no," because this invitation said <laughs> dinner and drinks. She was like, "This is not dinner." Al- Shout out, Allison. Allison was not. Allison was like, "Absolutely." She was like, "That's some dinner." Shout out to Allie. I was like, Allie. "I was like, Allison, baby, let me go get you some more potato soup." She was like, "I want potato soup." <laughs> Ali Hive, stand up. She was so mad. She was like, are you kidding? Not how this is supposed to go. And I was like, I agree, but like, we got to work with what we got. And I'm not kidding. Like I was doing shots of potato soup because I was like, we, I have to work with what I have right now or else I'm like the salt and pepper packets. And we get it like the, we just like, let me see the potato soup. We'll jazz it up a little bit. Cause I'm not going to lie to you. I almost just ate a half uh, Adderall. So I wouldn't be hungry anymore. That's how hungry we were. Oh, not not, the pills and potions girl. I was, I literally was that close to just being like, fuck this. Cause like, that's and then on, that's on Dorinda. Uh, period. Allison ended up, she was like, no, I'm going, she left. She was like, I'm going to Taco Bell. I was like, okay. But back to the Roni ladies, like Aaron in those events, like she had so many people speak it. You, you have to narrow that down, but you in a, like you want to show us that wasn't even about everybody who was there. That wasn't about them. She wanted to show us. Like, me and Abe are that couple. Like, we are so fucking cool and blah, blah. Like, I had a, I had a, had a little peek on her Instagram. I can see that in her circle, in their circle, her and Abe are that couple. They are so cool. They are but that couple. But New York society but... is different than LA. And that's the thing. You don't do that. Because exactly. an old New York girl would never have sponsors listed at her party. That would never happen. That's what frustrates me because she's sitting there acting like I'm that girl. Mm-hmm. The It Girls of New York, Fabiola Barracasa, the Hearst, are never listing on their fucking mm-hmm. invitation. Tacky. Sponsored tacky. by Tacky. It's Tacky. It's, and, that, and she swears that she's up and down. I will say that Sai leaving early was Tacky. I do kind of think that because she's miked and there's an expectation with the mm-hmm. filming. Sai came in a Sai came up in there with a bad attitude though. And Chai pointed out because I also thought that was like mad weird. She came up to Aaron and was like, my husband was like, this shit is whack. Um, I was like, that's really weird to say. I would I, he was I like, mean, he don't husband, care. My I don't have a husband. I'm sure if I had a husband, he would think that was whack too, but he, I would not tell her. I would never her tell party, somebody my, like, yeah. But Sai's, I'm not the biggest fan of Sai for a lot of reasons. And can you get in? Okay, can you deep dive into why? Because 
for me personally, at first, I was like, she's fine. Like, I think she's funny, blah, blah. Now, I'm not going to lie. My tides are starting to turn on her the last two episodes. So you, and I don't, I can't quite put it into words. So you get into why, Cy, you're not a big fan of her. I think I'm not the best orator either. I'm not giving Michelle Obama. I'm not giving <laughs> the, you know, they know, them niggas know how to speak. I think Cy, <laughs> and again, Mother Chai, I think said it best. I just think that, she says a lot of awkward things. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, she's deeply insecure, and mm-hmm. she's not the influencer that she thinks she is. Mm-hmm. And she's a little bit more self conscious. And oh, okay. So I'm about to like do this thing. That's why I gave gave the dissertation about New York society. I'm gonna keep it real quick. I'm like thirty seconds. This doesn't apply to Psy, but this, this applies to what's happening with the show. And they get into gentle lines. Let me answer, you know, we we killed two birds with one rhinestone. Mm-hmm. Um, white women, especially like meteoric white women, have created a genre that like, I'm going to make the dolls, the girls, like mean girls. And, you know, because I feel insecure about my thing. So I'm going to make the it girls. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a nick at them a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. So you got a Regina George. She's not a mean girl. I get her. We're all the same age. We're all like going through the same insecurities, except you all are in my business. You're all focused on me. I'm like, I have acne. I'm still insecure in my skin. I'm still like trying to figure myself out, but you all focused on me. You're all worried about what I'm doing. You're all in my face. You're all doing that. And my defense mechanism, because I don't have the freedom to live and to be that girl, is to be like, move back, son. Matter of fact, you know the queen could use the back rub, like you know tea, right? But then you call me mean when it's like, no, you you put your insecurities onto me, and I have to absorb that, mm-hmm. and that's unfair to me because now I can't be vulnerable. I can't be that girl. I can't do that. And I'm seeing that happen, and that happens. You look at the Devil Wears Prada, right? Yeah. You look at a fucking Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. Why is why why the fuck is Emily the mean girl? Emily's like, I'm trying to get to Paris. You Emily come into my job. Money. You can you come into my job and you decide you don't want to know shit about this magazine. You don't want to sh- you don't want to dress right. You want to laugh at everybody. But then when I tell you like A plus B equals C, you want to get mad at me. And now I'm the mean girl. You look at a fucking um sex in the city, Carrie doing bum ass shit, marrying these bum ass dudes. And when Samantha's just like, I'm gonna fuck this nigga, get my nut and leave, you make me a joke, you make me a jester, you make me a dick joke. And then I'm supposed to feel bad for the miracle bitch that let like a dude that fucking left you at the altar in your Vivian Westwood in the middle of a Vogue photo shoot, you you got with that nigga and you took him back. I'm supposed to be the big, but I'm but I'm the mean girl. And so then you have what we're seeing with Jenna Lyons is I'm that girl, I'm that bitch, but I'm used to a generation of white girls ushering in this sort of genre that I can't live in my bad bitchery. I'm Heather and I I can't be you know the etiquette girl that I am, because I can actually be that girl, I have to sort of placate myself to make you feel better about yourself so the Tamaras can feel better, so the Genas can feel better about themselves. Because I, I I can't tell you that I sold my house for 55 million, even though my house is actually worth probably 75 million, because I don't want you to feel bad. I don't want you to feel bad, so I have to do that. I can't tell you that I flew first class and got my tan on, because I don't want you to feel bad. So I'm going to make a Psy feel good about herself. I'm going to make a brand feel good about herself. And that's what makes me kind of like, because like they're acting like they're above that mm-hmm. but that's what 
the okay. actual issue is. I'm, and I I'm think my thing with Sai is that she's acting like I thought she was gonna come in being real confident, like mm-hmm. so I'm I. a former I'm a New Yorker, I'm a this, I'm a this, and she's letting her insecurities wear on her sleeve. And instead of being maybe transparent about that, which I always say transparency will always be your best medicine on mm-hmm. these housewife shows, she's playing a game. And now we get Jenna's like trying to support her brand. That's weird. And she went to my <laughs> first class. That's corny. And why there's never food here? That's weird. And it's just like, I thought you was that bad bitch. I would have been like, Aaron, I know you don't order food, but I just got his catering. It's on its way. And I got you a little something too, baby. Kosher. No, no. Uh, okay. You know, exactly. So I'm with you 120%. So when it, when it comes to size, I, my tide started to turn on her when it, when they said the general alliance thing and she was like, that's so fucking corny. I was like, sigh. I'm going to tell, I'm going to just, business class? yeah, I'm going to say this. Sai and Bryn both are two people to me that wear their insecurities, wear their, um, they on have the resentment. Yeah. On they're the with the rented clothes. Yep. Mm-hmm. They wear their resentment. Mm-hmm on their sleeve and i mean this in the most respectful way i do personally feel like sai wanted to get her story out on this last episode when they were sitting Mm -hmm. at the breakfast table Mm -hmm. just to be able to get like it really felt like to me that she was like i want to tell my story we've heard all these stories and she she's like I have a bad one as well. Like as like my upcoming, my upbringing was not great either. I feel like she wanted to get that out so she could, it could be a moment so people could, it, she could be that girl. You know what I mean? I think both her and Bryn, they, like I said, they wear their childhood, their insecurities on their sleeve and it comes out, it exudes throughout through them with how they communicate with especially Jenna Lyons, okay? Well, I also don't like that the two women of color, well, there's Uba, obviously, but I don't almost like that they feel this necessity that struggle mm-hmm. is synonymous with humanity or like, let, let's, like, I, I don't You're like You're taking the sometimes. words right out of my mouth, yeah. That, I, that... I hate that, like, her go-to is like, you know, I grew up in the streets and, you know, I had a really rough, you know, and I'm just like, it is size go-to. And I, I don't like that either because sometimes this ain't got nothing to do with that. Like Bryn yeah, going off on that white nigga in fucking like Park Slope. Yeah, like Bryn going tea. off on that, uh, uh, on Bravo and Botox. That ain't got nothing to do with this, Bryn. Like we haven't seen, well, first of all, it was a joke. Like it, it was a joke, okay? You gonna have a hard time in this life if you continue like this housewife life. If you continue to get mad about shit like that, just so we're clear. Mm-hmm. But okay. you, you think it's, they are people that want to, they put their trauma in their past into every situation. And sometimes that doesn't have anything to do with this. That doesn't have anything to do with the fact that you pissed me off right now. I can be pissed whether or not you had a bad upbringing or not. I don't have to like the way you talk to me or about me because of you had a worse upbringing than me. That's not what we're so doing. Much. I love when Bethany told Ramona, Ramona was like, she called Bethany out as one of the reunions and Ramona was hitting her with that, like, you, you understand? Like, I like I grew up in, like, my father was very into, uh, Bethany's like, you're a 56-year-old woman. Yes, yes, <laughs> you're a 56-year-old woman. <laughs> no, but right. that, that's how I feel. And that's how I feel when those two get to going. Like, that's, and like, again, Sai has a very sad story, absolutely. But what I will say is, 
No, size corny. And I'm gonna tell you why she's corny because she did all that. She did all that purposely because she thought that that would give her that edge, that street mm-hmm. edge, right? Like, I'm gonna tell you about, like, I'm a Latinx girl. I grew up here. I mean, you know, I'm I'm not one of these, like, white bitches, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, like, one of you, right? But you're a Latinx, um, you know, let's not to get too cute with the Afro-Latina. I don't know yet. But you yeah. are brown. You're some sort of brown influencer. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna need you to use your platform, right? And 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 elevate that space because you're in a space that girls that look like you and mm-hmm. girls that are a couple shades on the Fenty spectrum don't get this opportunity, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna need you, like, if you're really that girl, you really about that life, you know. Instead of being more concerned about Jenna Line's name on some fucking like costume Magi- jewelry, yeah. You know, I would be like, yo, let's get some brown bitches to do this. Like, let's get Jenna Lyons' name attached to that. Because the irony is that you have done nothing with your platform, you know, whereas Jenna Lyons, that's she puts a lot of brown girls on her platform. She does. You know, so. And that's what I understand about Sai. Out of all the people, you should be happy. You should be fine with Jenna like collabing with Jenna, being and being in the graces and being in the same circle as Jenna Lyons, because that can elevate you. That can elevate you. And Uba said, Jenna has never asked us to post one single thing. Let me say this. I said this to Taria and Stephanie earlier in the week. I get it now. Am I a full-blown influencer? No, but I do have companies. No, you, you, in, got, you got, you got, don't, don't, don't sound like yourself. The girls know who sell is. But, That's but not like, playing I, games. I get it because I do have stuff sent to me, whether mm-hmm. it is for just like, oh, we think you'd like this. Or if it's for, I want you to make a video, please believe after I make that video, I still have this stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. After I said like, oh, like I got this, I still have this stuff. I have shit that I'm like, that's going in a gift for somebody for something. That's going in a gift for somebody for something. And I'm not a celebrity. I'm not a Jen Alliance. So I can only imagine, imagine why these influencers do all these giveaways and shit is so they can get this shit out of their spare bedrooms like me. Okay. So like when she, when uh, Uba was like, only one thing had Jen Alliance uh, name attached to it. And it was the uh, Jen Alliance. I think it was a glass. Majority. But I don't, was it? Yeah. I don't know. I can't Majuri. remember. Okay. Yeah. Uh, why did I think I saw a sunglass thing? I don't know. Whatever. That could but, be too. I ain't mad at it either. Yeah. But I was like, okay, so take the gifts. You know what I mean? And gift giving no, is size a- stupid. That's how you know size uh, followers are bought because I would have been like, the way I would have put my black ass and been like, strike a pose. There's nothing to it. She Hello? didn't do that. But see, that's why I gave the dissertation about the, like, the sort of insecurity and the mediocrity of white women and what that's casted because that's what Jenna's acting like. Mm-hmm. Jenna is that girl. She knows she's that girl, but mm-hmm. she is cultivated in the world where, you know, she, she's just like, I don't, you know, my kind of girl gets, you know, I don't want to come off a certain way because I have to lower myself mm-hmm. yeah. to accommodate these other girls who are younger than me and a little bit more, you know, Jenna's reign is pre-Twitter if you mm-hmm. think about it yeah it is free kind of like that kind of shit and so now i don't i don't want to be the white girl that flies first class and brent clocked it even though unintentionally she was like you be doing that little baby voice 
you know, I just, I just, because you don't want to come off a certain way because you've got basic bitches. You came up in an era of basic bitches making a bad bitch feel bad about being a bad bitch. And that's what I don't like because you legitimately are that girl. And you legitimately can read your resume. I've watched Housewives since they were doing that shit in Vicky's backyard for the reunion. There are very <laughs> few girls that can say if they are a bad bitch. You are that one. And you can do the scroll of your resume. Mm -hmm. So I hate watching you on my TV screen having to explain to a fucking brand why you decided to come two days before on business class. That actually pisses me off. Uh, it's the yeah. same way that Heather's like, oh, Gina, you didn't call me to hang out. Ma, ma, ma. You and don't like, care that Gina didn't call you. <laughs> and that's why Gina was smart to clock in. She was like, you don't want to go to this tailgate. You don't want to be in no fucking parking lot drinking Bud Light. Uh, but no, I, and I'm with you 100% when it comes to the That's whole why Jenna. I can't connect to Jenna because mm -hmm. she's not being, as much as I respect Jenna, I think she's not being authentic and she's caring too much about everything. And mm -hmm. it's weird. It's weird because she's one of the very few that has a legitimate, I want to asterisk, as I do on Twitter, legitimate reason to do this. But I'm watching a legitimate reason to do this be like, but you just want to come in, you know, when names run in the game. No, you know. <laughs> I want to fight for a bitch. I want to fight for a bitch. What you got to say about it? So here's my thing with that, mm -hmm. with uh, an extension to that. Since Jenna Lyons is very aware, you don't work with Michelle Obama and you're not aware. You right. you you are aware, okay? And I right. do agree with you. Mm -hmm. I think Jenna Lyons is very aware. She's um, aware. That's part of the reason I love her also. Yes. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side of that, the reason that it's... the I started thinking about this after they got, you know, the beginning of the Anguilla trip. Jenna Lyons is so aware. She's not going to get into their ass like she should at the reunion. And I don't even mean like get into her ass like in a, in the, like, you know, I would expect Nene to get into somebody's ass. Mm -hmm. Jenna Lyons isn't even going to, I don't feel like she's even going to sit up and say, Bryn, you have the audacity to say, you don't want, you didn't want to fly coach. When we spent the first part of this season talking about how you didn't show up to catch because it's not 2012 and I don't want to be there. She's not even going to bring that up. And that's kind of where, that's where I do think we need a seventh person to get to shake, to shake things up a little bit because I don't be making no sense. Okay. And like mm -hmm. she, she, eh, she's not going to do it. Uba might, but Uba can't do it by herself. That's where we need somebody that's going to come in and say, actually, da, 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 da. We need somebody who's going to get feisty. Everybody else, Bryn, Aaron, Jenna, uh, side, they, Jessel. Well, Jessel's going to do it, but she's she's got a different way of talking. I think I think that I think that Jessel is what you're thinking because mm -hmm. the problem that I have with Sai, I don't know, I hate to say, it, please like knock the computer screen, is we're toying around the thing, which is I believe that let's just call it spade a spade. He could be a nigga. It's not that, but I believe that. She would not be in the Park Slope brownstone being Without. able to be an influencer with her husband, right? Mm -hmm. But we're gonna play this pretend thing, right? Yeah, that she's just this is all all this it's is because the pictures. Mm -hmm. So we're already with the fallacy, and you're talking to a no husband woman mm -hmm. woman that did all this on her own. So mm -hmm. already, that's my first chop. Then I thought that too. Right. And then you have, you have, it's, 
this is why I can't stand this little diversity project we're having. There's <laughs> there's too much of this going on. Mm-hmm. You have like I feel like where it can go really, really, really great is all of those type of things, right? Mm-hmm. But it's again, this is not LA. LA society is a little bit different. That's nouveau riche. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's new money. So everything's there's no rules. But you know, old money in New York is the foundation of all this shit. Mm-hmm. So the problem that I have is that you have Jenna and there's an imbalance there because this is a reputable woman that didn't make it mm-hmm. with the husband's name. And then you have certain women that marry and that, that. And then you have women that don't have any money. And then you have women that come from families. So you have a pretty girl that's made her all her money from her looks. And then you have um, Jessel who, who embodies a lot of Jessel. So, you know, she, I can read all of that. That's the mm-hmm. Middle Eastern to London to, you know, mm-hmm. and that's its own socioeconomical trajectory. Exactly. It's it's this the the downfall of Roni, the new Roni will be this kind of thing. This I'm doing the waves. It's yeah. a lot of this. Whereas what made old Roni kind of okay was Ramona's was neighbors with Luann was neighbors with you know, and then uh-huh. you had a couple of wild cards, but at the end of the day, everything was kind of like this. right. But you don't Roni, exactly is this this, and I so that's saw why you have like a brand telling a Jenna Lyons. That mm-hmm. I'm mad at you that you got into a private plane because in New York society and real New York, that would never happen. Well, never. and then you have, or I saw Andy was like, oh, we're going to need some more Kleenex. I said, I don't want to watch these bitch cry, bitches cry for three parts of reunion, even two parts of reunion, even one part. No. I don't want to see y'all. I, I don't want to see y'all crying. I want y'all to react. And because they did, and hopefully they will get to this point where they let their guards down. Because even like, like you said, like we referenced Bethany earlier when she told Ramona, you're a 56-year-old fucking woman. Like mm-hmm. uh, something like that. Like, I don't think anybody on this cast is actually going to say that no. to anybody. And that that's what we need. We need a, it's Jenna fucking Lyons. Why would she go sit? Listen, I'm sorry. The way I saw lives, and y'all have heard me say it before. As soon as I can get in a business class, I'm leaving whomever behind. Whomever, right? I'll leave my damn dog back there by himself. Y'all pick up his shit. I'm just kidding. But like oh the God. way <laughs> I saw Cy, like, did you see mm-hmm. the way she was in that seat slunched over? I said, what is this, honey? Not a white refrigerator. Oh, my God. I was like, let's go get you a proper seat on the airplane. Oh, my God. Like, I was like, girl, what are you watching doing? Aladdin through her headphones, talking shit, watching Aladdin? I would be too. Yeah, I was like, world. I was like, what are we doing? Playing games, playing so games. I want to. That's see... why I was mad at her talking, talking all that shit, and then we see that scene of you, Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> Commercials looking real cute for you. I was like, commercials so that's good what, on you. Uh, we need to add. We need to add one more person who I think is not going to be afraid to dig. And that's why I think Uba should get the chop only because I think that Uba is the comedic relief and she's, but she was casted for, you know, diversity, but also she's good to see on TV. Do you think, I mean, did, have I told you what I think? Like friend of energy and then no, they made a I name. think she was always meant to be a friend of. I think it's that she was Cosby. always meant to be friend mm-hmm. of. No, no, it's no. Like Cosby I think energy. at first she was supposed to, oh yeah, Mary and was Liz, supposed to. Yeah, Mary yeah. was a friend of and then but the difference is, I think, the Lizzie drama. 
Yeah, hey, man, that's exactly. Says, yeah, come, come, come that's on. what I think happened with Uba. I think that she was always meant to be a friend of, and then the Lizzie stuff happened, and they said, "Well, shit." Um, okay. I mean, well. Uba's fun to watch. She's oh really yeah, fun she's to, absolutely I mean, she's, fun to watch. She doesn't make sense by no means, but she's a very lighthearted energy, and she honestly like no shade. She reminds me of models in New York. <laughs> just be like, they be living like in these little lofts and just be like, ah, you know. <laughs> 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 but, okay. No, but yeah, I think that's my theory is that she was always and supposed to be a friend of because all the models I know be like. <laughs> Skiing the slopes. Anyway, Skiing the um, slopes. Okay, I, yeah, I think she was supposed to be a friend of, and mm-hmm. then the Lizzie stuff happened, and they were like, "Well, fuck." Um, yeah. But okay, mm-hmm. moving on. We need to touch on Atlanta really quickly because we did get a very iconic moment in this last part of the reunion, which was Drew singing that song to Ralph. And listen, listen to me, because everyone's like iconic. I remember watching you know Phaedra read Kenya down I remember watching these iconic like moments on Real Housewives of Atlanta and I was like okay when I watched first of all them do that marriage counseling session with Andy's messy ass in the middle just living for it okay these these niggers are messy (laughs) she got up this whole thing was a mess when she got up and started singing if they cared Baby, about the I production, <laughs> the production value, they would have been like, "Okay, Ralph, you're you're done now. Come on, like, why was he still on the stage? It would not have been that damn awkward had they taken him off the stage. Why did they leave him here? Is my question. That if you ask me, out of all franchises, all every reunion we've ever seen that is the most embarrassing moment of any reunion i've ever seen in my fucking life well that's on brand for drew and you ever see that there's a um a, a video of like this girl singing to her newborn baby dangerously in love and she's shouting at this kid and the baby's baby like- i'm so proud so proud to be. and i was like all right that's what drew was given but you know drew's whole thing has always been oh i'm about to read Drew. I think Drew has always came onto the show given Tyler Perry Productions. Yeah. And I think her cast members have been like, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But then as the old kind of saying is, the, the you know, the girl that cries wolf. I think that at some point, the cast completed real life shit with, um, oh, sorry. Sorry, You're sorry, good. my music. Played. Oh, the cast completed completed real life shit with you know they didn't know what was real and what was reality mm-hmm. and I think they got so used to the theatrics they got so used to Ralph and Drew performing yeah. I'm not making you a lobster dinner you deserve a lunchable like, they were giving us pilot that was pilot yeah oh 100% pilot so then when real life like I almost and I'm not really feeling candy I almost feel like when real life shit was happening, mm-hmm. I think the whole entire cast was like, oh, this is for the fucking, the, they're doing a little, little, yeah. little kids and our parents are like, do a little song and dance. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, little, yeah. Little song and dance. And I think that at a certain point, I don't think it's the cast turning on Drew. I just think they've been used to the bullshit as mm-hmm. people like us, especially us, like who are in it, like, you know, who review these shows and are just like, y'all are performing. Yeah. Y'all are performing. And then when, when you perform and real life shit happens mm-hmm. we're like mm. and on top of it you're not being authentic and you're not being honest and transparent yep. about the real issues mm-hmm. Kenya's saving grace was being transparent when she stopped trying to be a super villain and when mm-hmm. she said I'm having troubles having a baby and marking shit is mm-hmm. when the audience said 
we want a roof for you. Yep. And, and she turned that bullshit that she was doing in her first season when she was insufferable. Mm-hmm. When insufferable. even Taria said, I, I might have to be on Team Twirl. Yeah, that was no. What happened. And I'm with you 100% because if you've listened to me the past two years, you know, I'm no Drew, I'm no Drew Sedora fan. The no. lady was irking me. And even in points in this reunion, like you said, the acting, I don't want to see her bring no more props. Stop throwing things at people. Y'all know I was so pissed when she threw that bone at Latoya last season. I was pissed because what the fuck are you doing? That's the corniest shit I've ever seen in my fucking life. When she threw that peach at cousin Courtney, I can't stand cousin Courtney, but I was like, Drew, what, why would you do that? When you handed it to Ralph, why, why do you have, why do you have the fruit section in the reunion with you? Like, why did you go to Kroger before this? And then, like, like I can't stand a stunt queen. No, I me neither. Why do you? Queen. Why are you been all been all up in a proto section? Like, and why? you take it out. She's so excited about it. She's like, oh, she is. Mark, I throw you a bone. Exactly. You a bone. Exactly. So I couldn't stand that. But at the end of the day, if if she would just be a hundred and twenty percent honest and let all of that shit down, because I actually don't care if Drew is doing whatever with Ty. I really don't. As a bisexual no. woman, I know that I like I just don't care. I would be like I was like okay. I don't really love people trying to be like like cuz how cousin Courtney was like, "Oh, I'm going to run over here and live my like lesbian fantasy." Like, shut the fuck up. Will you shut up? Shut up. Drew okay. did that to herself. No shade. Drew did that to herself because she did. they both they both were dishonest about the relationship and they're mm-hmm. trying to start a pilot for a sitcom. No shade. And then again, the lines got blurred with their real life issues. Mm-hmm. And what I felt like I was watching, this is just me, was a race to see who was going to kind of finally crossed that line. And mm. unfortunately, Drew gave a little bit too much with this. Mm-hmm. And, and and Ralph said, got her. And then that's why they were fucking Tokyo drifting to the courthouse. You remember, remember, remember <laughs> Nikki's um Nicki Minaj's first song? We got Tom Toms over here, bigger like a and she had Amber Rose in the car. Like, <laughs> I like, do remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, but for real. And neither one of them is telling the full truth. Cause like even when her sister was like, why don't you tell them what the PI found? Drew, you need to, you need, if you have that information, I hate to say it to you, babes. If you really want to checkmate, uh, in the words of, uh, what's her face and why did I get married? Boom. If you, you need to bring that to us. Tasha. (laughs) Tasha. Yeah. You need to bring that to us. Like you. And that's why I don't like the, even though I think Candy's a chop, I don't like the criticism of that because no, I'll get into Candy's ass in a minute. I you have to be honest mm-hmm. and you have to be transparent mm-hmm. and you can't keep giving people all this shit and they get mad at them because they didn't respond. You know, that's what's happening with OC. Shannon yeah. was a fucking spoiled brat. Tamara, if you never told this bitch from Jump Street that this is how you feel and we're transparent, you can't hold that against her, right? Mm-hmm. And then now you want to be the fucking Emily had to say it, but like now you want to, now you want to critique this girl and be like, well, like, I feel like this is bad, blah, blah, blah. Where that's similar to Atlanta is you can't be inauthentic and then be mad that they're not responding to your authentic moments. Mm-hmm. Because you, to them, you're like, you're just doing what you do. And now yeah. you're mad at your friends because you've been acting this whole time and you have this expectation, just like Shannon had this expectation mm-hmm. of Tamara being like, you're going to answer every phone call, answer every phone call, answer every phone call. Right. Except Tamara never told 
shit and how she felt. And actually, that's really similar. Normally, these women for women have been like, girl, I feel like you, because if y'all was really homegirls, and actually might just be co-workers, I would say, something about you and you and your man. This is a lot. Uh, no, literally, I have literally told my friends before, like, and we you... girl, we've had girlfriends in our lives, so we've been like, yo, what's he? No, I've no literally told that. my friends before, like, you and this man about to irk me because I don't, I just don't know what's going on. And I have like, time and energy, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. literally, me and my friends, we have that type of relationship. Like, you and like, I would, my friends would tell me, like, you know, you didn't tell me that, so stop. Right, that stop in the name of love, okay? Because I'm not gonna let you continue to play like you have been. And I that's think- why I didn't tweet it because I was just I didn't know which answer to say because that what you said because I was like, I understand where Drew's coming from at the same time. Like the girls that never approached her, which mm-hmm. seems like to me, have been like a lot of this seems really fishy mm-hmm. sticks. It's not really like gelling. Like like no girl ever stepped to her and was like. You nigga around TV talking about something. You don't deserve no crab legs. You deserve a fucking baloney lunchable. Like, that's whack. Like, what that, are we doing? What are we, what's actually happening? Like, what's that? I, I would have. Why on TV? I would have had. From? I remember, like, because I had a visceral reaction to that when he was like, "You, I tried to take make her steak and lobster. She don't deserve a lunchable. We yeah. would have been done there, even if it would have been. In the, and that's how I know, like, I could never be on these shows because, like, I get exactly. it. Sometimes fights happen with your spouse and some things do get said that it's like if no cameras were around it would be like okay i can like that tamarin time a car ride that when they would fight tamarin with the razor glasses she's like i take care of my kids every day i want a divorce you're such a fucking <laughs> asshole i was like and that is what that's a good example because that's one exactly where it's like i don't think that was the first time tamarin told that man she wanted a divorce First of all, she told that she told that nigga like all the way to the limousine. Yeah, to like to fucking Kota, Kota Kaza, uh, Like I, like, that's I don't think that was the first time that I, yeah, that she said that. And had the cameras not been around for that, I bet you they would have been married at least two more extra years. Mm-hmm. But when you put a magnifying glass on it, and then you got everybody in the a comments mirror. and the reporters, and everything like, so y'all getting a divorce? So y'all didn't that. It's like you can't actually escape it, right? So same thing with the steak and lobster and the Lunchable. I would, like, that might be one that I would be like, okay, and I'm going to talk about your hair and I'm going to talk about your mama too. And there's no cameras around, so we can move past that and be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's out there in the ether now. It's out there. People have seen that. People have comments on it because it is a comment that's like, to see married people, we say all the time, Married people argue, couples argue, blah, blah, blah. We don't see it. So to say people like, argue is a blanket statement. When you housewives, start getting, go go ahead. No, 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 you continue. No, well, I was saying, housewives. When you start getting into the ins and outs and we see the arguments, then you're like, whoa, that's not like kind of how I feel about like Carl and Lindsay and people like reacting to that argument of her being drunk in bed and like, you know, going off on him. That was not an argument. I hate seeing people try and act like they have not had arguments like that with their spouse. My husband has not, like, I remember one time, I can't remember really what the ins are outs, but I felt like he didn't stand up for me. And I absolutely was, I had, I had drinks. I was like, you really are going to like, that's what, da, 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 da. I hate watching people act like, oh, when I am upset, I am communicating. No, you don't. No, the fuck you yeah. don't. But at the same time, and the like same thing on that same thing 
they got into an argument that we didn't see and he took a four hour or $400 Uber back from the Hamptons to back to New York City. And everyone was like, she is so terrible. You're, you're not thinking about the fact that this man's reaction to an argument mm -hmm. with his soon to be wife was to take a $400 fucking dollar Uber back to the city in traffic that shit was traffic instead I mean, of talking going to, to sleep in the other room or just even just cool off and then we'll have a conversation yeah, like, but i always feel like a house of carter rule is like stop projecting your i go back to og gina that woman never said her and her husband were the thing she was like he he upstairs she always kept it real. If you go back to the O's, the the Joe De La Rosa, fucking Slate's first girl, um, Vicky, when they filmed the reunion, Vicky's backyard, like everything, the OG Gina has always been very like, <laughs> you might get him, you might not. Yeah. Which is why the divorce, I honestly feel like I was always surprised. Maybe, maybe I think that the wives coming from that were so sort of like, Oh, we don't want to look at her on TV because mm -hmm. I feel like it ushered in this, this me and my husband and this, and we have the ideal relationship in this. Which I always say, don't do that, don't do that. You set an expectation, and you have to act, you have to meet that every single time. And you have a film, and it's on camera. Mm -hmm. The way I'm, a, my, me and my nigga would never. I'd be like, you no. know, that's what. That's I know what I have expectation to fill. That's what I say about Aaron reacting mm -hmm. to that. Why would you say the word divorce at my anniversary that's party? That's what she's I a think, chop. She should have let it go. I think her and Abe are fine. Don't get me wrong. I think her and her husband are fine. Too. I no. think she's scared. Mm -hmm. I think she showed her hand and she's scared because we've seen what housewives and these longstanding relationships, we've seen she what She showed happens. a viewer. She showed that she's a viewer. Exactly. She nervous, yeah. Exactly. She showed us that she's scared. I will say this. I don't like Ramona Singer whatsoever. The one time that Ramona really got my sympathy was when her and that her and Mario shit went down. I felt yeah. so badly for her because I was like, yo, this is crazy. Cra crazy what he's doing. And their right actions now. packed like for what it for what it's worth, he did seem he was their actions together was a com it conflicted with what was happening on the side. Mm -hmm. It did and because that's what he was a house husband that we saw. Like he was like, yeah, I'm married to Ramona. And he She's humanized her. Nuts. No shade. Yeah, yeah, right, right. no, it did. Yeah, he was like, like he was like, Ramona's fucking nuts. I know she is, but he very much so seemed in on it. Like I was not expecting him to Mario to be doing all that no, in the way. Neither. Like had her up in. Listen, it doesn't really matter if I like a woman or not. There's just a certain humility when it comes to like a relationship and stuff. Seeing like knowing that she was up in that like. What was she like trying to get into the vacation house or the Hamptons vacation house or whatever? House, yeah. yeah, and she showed up there. I was like, ew. I was like, I, I feel so deep badly for you. I feel so deeply because I mm -hmm. don't know what I would do. I'm for sure going to jail if I show up to my home mm -hmm. and there's another woman laid up in there. Like I can only think of the amount, the emotions running through you because I would have held highly Ramona's, embarrassing. Highly embarrassing. Beer about Bradley bags. I yeah, it's highly her. embarrassing. We'll first her. things first. But then mm -hmm. you have you think about the betrayal. You think about the anger. You think about the everything. Like and then the fact that this bitch and this man are sitting up in here. I don't know as another woman how you lay as actually another person how you lay up out in somebody else's house where they pay the bills, knowing that you're deceiving them. You you got to go get a hotel at least 
Okay. That's why when Carrie was running uh, away from Natasha, I was like, you need to stay your ass right there. Okay. Because you was not, you, you not only did you fuck the man in her house, he told you to stay. Yeah. What? Like, yeah. come on. And then you was getting you some, some water. You, you was using the utilities to, to quench your thirst in her home. That's, that's crazy. And then you make this woman chase you and she busts her teeth up. Mm -hmm. Harry was the worst. Listen, I will say this because we we can't, we got to wrap this up. I will say this. I remember when I heard that and just like that, Sex and City was coming back and they said, oh, Samantha is just not friends with them anymore. My first reaction was, that's dumb. That's dumb. Like Samantha wouldn't just stop being friends with them anymore. Then no. I saw a TikTok where this girl broke down everything because she was like on the same page as me. She was like, think about everything that Carrie has put these women through. She was like, Samantha, especially you, this man married a 25 year old after telling you he didn't want to get married. He left you, then left you at the altar after you had them running around in bridesmaids dresses, putting a bird on your head, everything. You had them changing their schedules to go to Mexico and you have the audacity to judge Samantha for giving a, her UPS driver a blowjob. I said, Yo, I deadass don't think that I would be her friend anymore. Either. I would be like, no, Carrie, this is like you, you have audacity. So, so she, she knew who coworker for like, what, two minutes, stopped that job, went to her, went to their little uh, comedy show, brought her homegirl for years. We're talking, what Brady's what, maybe like, I think it's 15. We're going to like, no, no, Brady's a little bit older. Like, 16? the show was 16. Longer than that, because the I think that Miranda had, what, season three? So we'll say a 20-plus year friendship. Mm -hmm. Mind you, she's still talking to homegirl's ex-nigga, going to his little hot dog stand up in Coney Island. Doesn't tell Miranda. Then, fully staying at, you know, her new partner's place. Doesn't tell Miranda. He says, let me invite you to this show. And then Che talks all that shit, brings Aiden, because then she's on that, doing that thing that our girlfriends do. They get a new boyfriend, and now I thought we was having drinks, and now this motherfucker's, you know, here. She always and then that motherfucker's that not paying, And then the motherfucker's not paying for anybody's drinks. No, you know, no shade. And then roasting Miranda. You already know Miranda got a roommate. Got to go through the other girl's bedroom to go to the bathroom. You're sitting right there in that booth. As roasting Miranda, your new friend, your new everything, and you had to say you should leave. You make Miranda leave to go outside after you last season was like you're an alcoholic because you don't support me and me and Big's shit. And I you took a character that was inspired by Dorinda to be like, because <laughs> you know Dorinda in real life would have been like, your nigga ain't shit. <laughs> I, well, I'm telling you, like that comedy show shit, I would have walked out of there and that would have been the last time I saw Carrie. That would have been the last time I saw her. Because are I, you, are, as my UK girly say, are you mad? Are, are you, you mad? mad? Are you mad? Are you, are you not mad? Uh, uh, you, uh, no, not It was painful to watch. It was, I was actually more upset about, because I actually like seen this character. Um, I hated when they presented the whole thing with um, they Seema wanted to get the girls weekend the Hamptons. Mm -hmm. yeah, Seema yeah. with the blowout. Mm -hmm. First of all, Seema will not go outside with her hair wet. So I was mad no, she wouldn't. Seema in New York would have made sure she got the blowout first because she said, "I'm gonna read a bitch. You're gonna see the last of this." Mm -hmm. I can't stand when a bad bitch is 
diluted like that, right? So that already was like, we'll make her go outside. The writer's like, we'll make her go outside with her hair wet. And she was like, why are you bringing this nigga up to the Hamptons? What's tea? And then Carrie framed it like, well, you know, like do this for me. And then everyone's like, this is the realest scene we're seeing. It was just like, I thought this was going to be a fucking gross thing. Like, I'm not trying to have a dude. But I was just kind of mad at that because I was like, no, don't make this about Seema and her insecurity about like having a man. We're supposed to do a gross thing. You just got, you just reconnected with this like nigga. And you were already trying to like move down south, blah, blah, blah. Why are you inviting him? Because, but, and, and then you make it like, oh, thank you so much for giving me space, Carrie. I'm so grateful that you came in her gorgeous sequin outfit. Uh, Seema looked so great coming in that scene. Of course, I did the gay gasp. I was like, oh, she looks good. Because that show is always going to get you on that shit. That's yeah, it is. That, it that is. That show is yep. going to get you on that. But I was pissed. When I was laying in bed, I was like, yo, that scene was whack. Why are we thinking Carrie for giving you space? I would have been like, why are you bring this? Now I got to go to this fucking, now I got to go to this dinner. Now we're at cafeteria on fucking like first half. And I got to be nice to this motherfucker. Because you made him come to this trip. This a gross trip. Now, now you're thanking me. I have to, no, I have to thank you. For, you know, giving, you know, me space. Because I'm the one that's the issue. I'm the one that's, you know, having to get through my insecurities. You got Carrie this country is so deeply, like, even watching, because I started watching, I mean, Sex and the City went off, I think, when I was 14. The last episode came mm-hmm. on. And I want to say that's exactly when my mom kind of let me start watching. We also didn't have HBO um, until, like, somewhere around then. But we found and, a way. And, and I remember my mom, or my aunt, I had an aunt, that watched it and so me and my mom like kind of my mom was like yeah fuck it whatever like we'll watch when your dad's not home they broke up probably like three months after that so then it was like the the, i grew up in the girl mom i'm watching for the fashions it's pat field my (laughs) mom was cool like she like then it was the girl's house okay because Mm. my brother was at college and my dad moved out the house like it was just me and moms up in there we was a living life so we used to we had the box set the sex and city box Mm -hmm. set we were watching it together like every you know, every weekend or whatever. So I remember watching it growing up and like me and my mom would talk about it. And like, it's so funny because it is a show. Sex and City is a show that I will rewatch, rewatch, rewatch. And as an adult, being in the age, like I'm 31 now, I am at the age that they were when the show first started. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm closer to that age now. I'm like, Carrie is so deeply fucking selfish and she hasn't, it's not even main character. It's just, you're deeply selfish and deeply judgmental. And I remember, I never, I always loved Samantha. Always, always, always. Mm-hmm. I remember that you that UPS when uh, sucking dick scene. And I remember always being mad at Carrie. Like I was like, that's so like shitty of her, blah, blah, blah. But being older now and like really like seeing the understanding of, and then for the, I, I do want to know, I know it's a show, but I would love to know what the fucking phone call would have been like for her to call the girls and be like, oh yeah, me and Big actually are going to go to the courthouse and get married. I'm not, you got me fucked up. I'm not, you fucking well? We were in the middle of the street, Gary. We were in the middle of the street in New York. Why the New York Public Library, Carrie? In, in Couture. In Couture, mind you, Couture. Flowers. Flowers, and then she's whack for that. And she's super whack for that because Oh, oh, because her girls had her back and the way she did Miranda and the way she did everything when every girl had her back. Carrie's chopped. She's always been chopped cheese. Mm-hmm. She's always been chopped cheese. And that's why I prefaced that whole thing with that because 
we're supposed to coddle that. That's supposed to be the star of the show. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. it's like, no, you're supposed to be, you're supposed to be exiled. You're no, crazy. I, in real life, Carrie would be the friend that's like, no, we don't fuck with that bitch no more. And you know what? We funny? don't fuck with that bitch no He's more. He's like, I, uh, everybody knows I had like this huge friendship breakup. I mm-hmm. think that like Carrie, the I think that we would not have a certain section of women, of girlfriends that are the way that they are now if it weren't for Carrie Bradshaw because like I know my friendship breakup a whole lot of factors went into it mm-hmm. but she really thinks that she's Carrie Bradshaw like she really does and when she starts when she would start acting like that and we would in real life a lot of us would be like and that's low-key what happened like everybody like stopped being her friend and I was the last one to mm-hmm. not like I was the last one to like be like all right not. they set up they set like a kind of trajectory for women that's why like I think of a Jenna Lyons and it frustrates me, or I think of a um, Heather um, Dubrow and it frustrates me, and I think of a Mary Cosby and it liberates me because <laughs> I'm just like, I guess because Mary's just like, oh, y'all are whack. <laughs> I'm not hanging out with you. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. Especially as a black woman, it's freeing to see because I got to watch a, a etiquette ass, a cooth ass Heather and Jenna placate to fucking, mm-hmm. you know you know, these influencers in New York and my cousin Vinny Jenna, Gina. And I'm like, I'm not, what are we doing? What are we doing? Heather, why are you, why do you care? This girl's giving a four for four at Wendy's. You don't give a fuck about hanging out with her. You're not no. mad that she didn't invite you to the Wendy's up mm-hmm. in the Calabasas. You're not going with her and she would ask you to pay for it, mind you. You don't give a fuck. You don't give a fuck. No, but you really. Don't want to go- Heather don't want a ghost pepper ranch. So why are we Ooh, out here? Not the ghost pepper. Um. Okay. We need to wrap it up and because we could do this all night. We we really could. This is gonna be a long ass episode. But do you have a beef for fucking real this week? Who's my um beef for real? I would say Tiffany Haddish was unfortunately. I love the the shortcut, but I just I saw that clip and I was just like, baby girl, you are what the uh first it was she was the first SNL black woman Mm -hmm. that uh first black woman to host SNL by herself. You are to be chased after. Yeah. What are we doing, darling? I yep. like my it girls to give it girl. I don't like, as I just prefaced with my Heathers, I am a bougie bitch. I'm mother mm-hmm. of rich with drag. <laughs> I act as if I'm on the throne. I don't chase. I don't saunter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you come to me. Yeah. To see that, I was like, girl, what are we, who are we placating to? Who, what are we doing? You know, that's getting Mary Cosby. I was like, Shakira knows where to find me. <laughs> Literally. We live um, in the same neighborhood. You know, that's why I would give. Mm-hmm. Um, I have we had a few submissions from the Instagram page. So you your beef for fucking reels are Ariana Grande trying to drum up positive PR. Um <laughs> listen, Ariana I, I said what I said. Okay, that's my girly. I said we got a what couple Ashley Milas. Okay, they are raggedy. I Y'all saw me. If you follow me on Instagram, you saw me dragging them there. Um, we got some Ralphs. We got some Tom Sandoval's. Listen, I have no more space for Sandoval. I, I really don't. I don't. Um, mm. Y'all, I don't know what's going on with y'all's work weeks because we had my damn boss, these motherfuckers at my job. <laughs> <laughs> these motherfuckers Ooh, ain't, these so motherfuckers I'm afraid for y'all. I'm afraid for y'all. We had a Bryn. 
of course. We had anybody who wrote a letter on the behalf of Danny Masterson, obviously. Yeah. And then we had a Craig from Southern Charm. Um, Y'all know I don't, I, I don't have the space for him, Austin, any of those men on that show. I really don't have the space for anybody on that show except for Vanita. And I don't oh. watch that show, but Vanita, love her down. Um, I'd be following her. Uh, and she mm -hmm. messages back and I just I, all the support for Benita my beef for fucking real this week is going to be anybody that is still so hard on Lindsay fuck this up Lindsay fuck this up Carl dodged a bullet because again we don't quite know what happened yet um however comma it doesn't matter whether you like a person or not I don't think anybody deserves to get dumped on camera. I don't think anybody deserves to have the rug pulled from under them like that. I can have a rough time with my husband and be, um, you know, arguing, arguing, arguing. But if he comes home and just has shit is packed and he's leaving, no camera crew involved, that's having the rug pulled out from under me. I can't like, there's no predicting that. Especially a husband, a fiance that was so upset about how the actions of was Danielle that transpired and the mm -hmm. spectacle and he thought that this was a sacred moment and all this shit for him to be giving butch queen teas and doing well, theatrics. And I not just a, was like, mm. not only that, again, I'm going to reference a couple weeks ago, her birthday, when he was giving her white shoes and was like, oh, you could wear these for all of your bridal events you have coming up. Mother... Are you... Mm -hmm. There's a way to go about this shit, okay? I'm not saying right. check out completely, but you are giving her these shoes, posting on Instagram. Oh, all your bridal events coming up, babe, babe, babe. You're babing right along with her, okay? And then you call off this wedding. Butch queen. <laughs> I would do, do my big one. I would embarrass you. I would be currently, page six would be on speed dial. It would be a tell-all, okay? And I'm telling all of your team. All of it. Just in time for pride. <laughs> All of the tea. <laughs> the Carl coming out. <laughs> because there are people are like, oh, maybe his mom, like, you know, because I guess there's been some reports about his mom, like saying that things need to end or whatever. Everybody's taking that as in like, oh, she hates Lindsay. I can absolutely see my mom being like to my brother. Um, if you are having these doubts with this young lady, then you need to do what's you right. But you know what is with, with with a certain kind of a uh, certain kind of people, it's always the childhood, and mommy doesn't like it, so we're going to excuse all these behaviors. Because my mother would have said, "You know, my mother would be like, you did it on camera." Exactly. That's my point. It's not really necessarily that he broke up with her, right? You did that shit on camera. If it was going to okay. happen, it had to happen. But you, you called the camera crew. You didn't. She didn't you know the camera crew. You didn't that... talk about it before. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And exactly like, you know, Craig gave the interview and said, well, it was a tumultuous summer. They had a lot of fights. I think when they watch it back, it won't be. Are you dumb or are you stupid, Craig? Those things have nothing to do with each other. They, they really do don't. That doesn't mean you break up with somebody on camera like that. You know, she released her statement. Of course, everybody's digging into it. I saw somebody saying like, oh, it reeks of her being upset. She's not going to be get to be a bride. Reality TV has gone to a place where too many people get a little bit too resentful about people that they don't know who represent people in the real life, that they don't have the, 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 the you know, the confidence and strength to get at these people. So you see a little bit of Lindsay and these people and these people, and now you're attacking them, you know, and that's what I don't like. 
Exactly. I don't like the black girls coming from Eric Cosby because you actually instead of the other one on Roni, even though shout out to her, um, because I understand, you know, I respect her, but like, no tea, no shade. The, some of the black bitches wish they could actually talk to white women the way Mary Cosby is talking to them. I'm not going outside. Mm-hmm. I'm not hanging with you. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I want to. And it's I and to. I get it because it's what me, about it? It took me a minute as, to get there too. As they're in a hive would say, what about it? What what about it? Okay. What about it? <laughs> Richie, please let That's everybody know where they can find you. You can find me at Nuva Richie, N-O-U-V-E-A-U-R-A-C-H-I-E, just like my mother Nicole. Um, <laughs> I have some exciting gigs coming up in New York City, and you know, I'm just trying to do the same thing. I'm patterning my life after the fabulous self self has her hands in everything. Comedian, podcaster, entertainment guru, everything, face. She just gave you her beauty <laughs> regimen. You know, in my my world, the girls was never spilled tea. I remember going to my drag house to be like, where'd you get your makeup? She said, the store. So. <laughs> <laughs> the store. Where they the sell the store. things. The store. You know. Where, the they, where they have the stuff. You know, New York girls, the store. <laughs> At the place. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll give y'all a rundown. So, you know, you can find me there. And I'm so happy oh, to I'll see you. Oh, I always give a rundown. I got a link. If y'all see something you want, to, uh, you need, I will send you a link. But yes, and y'all already know you can find me over on Instagram, who asked me podcast. If you want to follow my personal page, it's who asked Zell, who asked Zell over on TikTok as well, S E L L E, and then Zell Brooks over on YouTube. And I will talk to y'all next week.